0: This is Richard Wilson speaking. Um, some people know me as Victor Meldrew, but as far as I'm concerned, Victor Meldrew's dead. And uh, thank you for downloading one foot in the podcast.
1: Victor Meldrew, Victor Meldrew, he can stick it up his mind. He can One foot in the grave.
0: Hello, welcome to this bonus episode of One Foot The Podcast. Today, discussing visiting Uncle Dick, the comic relief short from 2001. Also discussing some favourite moments, both humorous and darkness of the show. As a first, I've got two guests this week. I've got the one and only Simon Smith from Sheffield. Evening. How are we doing? Not too bad, thank you. And also, we've got Darren Lloyd from the Valleys of Wales. I think you're still living there, aren't you, Darren? How are you?
2: Hello, North Star. Good evening. <laughs> Yeah, not quite the valleys. I mean, probably um, the Esk Valley.
0: Okay, Wales. Yeah, to you, Wales. It's just
2: Wales, isn't
0: it? Darren, <laughs> young Darren, and young Simon. Yeah, regulars on the podcast. It's good to have you both on. This is like a, this is the first doing a podcast with you know three people. We we've all met up you know about a month ago, wasn't it, or about five weeks ago, and we went to the filming locations. And that I don't know as I record this when I'm releasing it. as a tell a lie. I do know it would be Christmas time. I don't know when I release this one though. That's the thing. I don't have to say this has never been done before on the podcast. Well, it hasn't in the studio, open close quote, because I'm in my studio, which is at home, whereas we were on the road doing that pod. But, it was um, an absolute
3: treat to do it, so I'm sure it'd be a treat to, for the listeners to uh, you know experience it. So, yeah, yeah, it was so, a great day. Though.
0: It was a lovely day. It was an amazing day, and um, if I decide to release this before the One Foot in the Tour, as I called it, and One Foot in the Interviews, then I hope you all download it, first of all, but Hopefully this goes well. I think it will. And who knows, we'll, we'll be back again maybe next year doing more doing more of these. So yeah, Visiting Uncle Dick is one I probably came across. I think I do. I can't decide if I remember it as it aired in 2001. It was Comic Relief, wasn't it? It's was the second Comic Relief episode. Do you guys remember it airing at the time? Did you watch it at the time? Was it a few years later? No, no, not all at once. I can't think. Well, Terry, you go first, mate. <laughs> we'll, well, if we go
3: alphabetical, that
0: works better, doesn't it?
2: You go first, mate. Yeah, no, you know I think I've got a vague memory of it being on Comic Relief at the time. Um, i trying to think how old I was. then probably about 17, 18. But yeah, because I, I can remember, obviously, the, the end of Series 6. Um, but yeah, I, I can't remember my opinion of this um, until I watched, I rewatched it years later and then sort of like I said, it's not really an episode. Is it? It's like a short seven yeah. or eight minute sketch, really. Um, but obviously, I won't go into it too much as we'll talk. But oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I, I remember sort of the twist at the end, which I thought was good. Um, but again, this, from what I remember, it's all set in the one one room, isn't it? It's just all in the one mm. hospital ward. Yeah. And I, I always love stuff like that. Like I was saying before, like, um, I'm a big fan of Steptoe and Son. Um, yep. Or say bottom, you know, where they're in just one room and it's, it just relies on the writing and the the performing. I think it's always a good test of of a comedy, really. Yeah. That's Yeah. If you can take props out, take other characters out, take scenes out, and they can just
3: work it with dialogues. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I reckon... Yeah. Likewise, I, I I do. I remember it going out, and I remember it just being a nice ending in a way because it was just like more one foot in the grave. You know, I think it was only probably six months after the. I can't remember the exact dates, but yeah, I'm sure you're sure you'll tell us time. But
0: oh, yes, yeah, so it wasn't long. Oh, sorry,
3: <laughs> I feel um, like it's because usually March, isn't it? Comic release.
0: I was going to say is March, it? but definitely. I do remember the year. Right. What, what one foot finished? Is it
3: October? Was it 20,
0: 2000? So, yeah, um, I, I reckon. By. I reckon I probably didn't watch it as it aired because in in the time before, in the internet was a, a big deal. Social media. I don't mm. think word would have got around that. There would have been a one for the grave special, so yeah. Know, I don't it, know it how is... to
3: suppose that. I think it was just that we would just always watch those teleth- uh, telethons. They, they call them telethons, don't they? We just watch them all the way through. Yeah, and it would just be highlights of bits. And I remember Lenny Henry because he was hosting it that night. And I'll, 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 I'll explain why I remember Lenny Henry in a minute. But he, yeah, he's vividly remembering like talking about it. So.
0: Just to answer the question, yeah, series six finished by t- the twentieth of November two thousand, and you're right, it was March 2001, 16th of March. That visiting Uncle Dick was aired. I think, well, I don't think I know. David Remick himself said that he um, had to have his arm twisted by um, Richard Curtis to do a little uh, one foot sketch. And obviously, by that time, Victor's dead. And you must think, what, yeah, must what be, can it must I possibly have been hard do? hard
3: to think because, yeah. you, know,
0: you know, if you've, if you've read Richard Weber's book, which I can only recommend,
3: and it's recommended That's on it this cool. podcast several times. <laughs> oh, he does say David says how hard he found it to, to write series six. So to then write another eight minute episode after he's come to a conclusion must have been, yeah, difficult. But I wonder if it was bits left over. Also, I'm sure we'll discuss that and get through it, just, but maybe it, little conversations he did put in somewhere
0: else. It's no. just a really it's a really clever twist. And it is very yeah. quite dark mm-hmm. and sad. Mm-hmm. I suppose when you're watching it for the first time, you're thinking, Oh, it's just gonna be a blast from the past. And, victor's yeah. alive just just to just to pretend for a bit much like the forthcoming book obviously victor's I just died, say that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, it's just a, just a bit, bit, of, bit of fun you know yeah. what would happen if he stayed alive what kind of uh, misdemeanors would he have uh encountered um i suppose it's just to treat treat this the same um so we can talk through it chronologically it shouldn't take as long as normal it will it won't but there are three of us so more of us talking might mean it <laughs> drags out a bit I'll, I'll go through the um very short episode in chronological order then you know we'll have a little chat about it before moving on to the um top moments we're going to discuss shortly so we've all thought of a top five funny moments each the top five dark stroke surreal strokes sad moments so looking forward to we don't know um each other's that was that choices. was really hard it was, it was really hard, hard. I, I found Even it hard down to the last night, funny i was changing it so <laughs> yeah
2: I, I did I, two separate copies, and I was like
0: arguing <laughs> with myself on
2: each one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because
0: you don't want to choose, because obviously that it's like any comedy, any um, big comedy's got their classic moments that are used in top fifty funny moments yeah. in comedy. They'll falling in with the bar chandelier, Basil Forty doing the Hitler Uch, march, yeah. yeah, the Germans. But one foot has, I think, at the top of my head, maybe like picking up Denzel the Dog as a telephone, or any. <laughs> Any moment, Victor said, "Um, in the garden, yeah,
2: yeah." yeah, yeah.
0: But we, you won't, you might not necessarily want to choose those moments. And I've picked a couple of subtle moments, but there probably are a couple of obvious ones as well. So we're talking more about that in the second part of the show. So should we get on with visiting Uncle Dick? Why not? not?
1: Sounds good. This episode's
0: quite special because well, we'll find out why later, special in the sense of the, the twist, but we do actually see a relative of Victor Margaret's. I think, is that the first time we've seen him in the flesh, apart from in is it in um, their house move? Is there one of its, is, it, is there, we see Cousin Ivor in the flashbacks in the finale when Victor's got his head stuck through the, the sunroof. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure there's another cousin sort of, is he the one that sort of takes to make out Victor's handwriting in... Um, Oh, the at, but, yeah. yeah. Is he a he
3: he would rocked up now, he'd rocked up in series one, wasn't Mr. he? Prout. Series one as well. So I didn't know whether he, he may have been a relative, I don't know. But um I always find this strange. I mentioned this to you guys when we met up, just straight off the bat, the Uncle Dick reference has been used before, and it's referenced in series six in series one, episode six, where Victor's looking in the newspaper, yeah, and he's talking about going to Athens your prayers are asked and your prayers are asked for a great for Uncle Dick. Now, whether that's just, <laughs> he just happened to use the name again, or whether it was, a ref, you know, whether, it, yeah. whether that was Victor's Uncle Dick, I don't know. That's the first time I remember Uncle Dick being mentioned.
0: Yeah, I was going you guys big, if, you, if you recall. Different. I was going to say, isn't, the, um... isn't
2: Uncle Dick or someone mentioned, do you remember when Victor's got the whiskey and the Smarties, and he's watching that? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mystery, and then he's a murder mystery, <laughs> and it's going to be Basil. And he said, they asked why. He said, because he was clutching a piece of basil. And he said, "It's a good job, it wasn't his uncle Dick. That I don't
0: is know if so I missed it. Tr- <laughs> no, mate,
3: no, no that's that is, that is it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. No, another uncle Dick.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And the other time it's meant, I think, I'm sure, threatening weather. I'm sure Dick's mentioned in that. Well, Great Aunt Joyce is
3: mentioned in a uh, Christmas special where she's sent on some uh, petroleum jelly, hasn't she, as a gift? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then she <laughs> who's listening? Uh, sends it on again. Yeah, who's listening? She sends it again like the next Christmas or whatever. Uh, so she's <laughs> she's mentioned from from the office, isn't she? And I think they've mentioned they've been to see them. Oh, it could have didn't, didn't she knit, knit them a um a glove with six fingers or something like that? Uh, <laughs> grow into it. That's it. Grow into it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think I think that, that that maybe you know obviously only David would know tell us for sure, but maybe he just crafted those. Names together and thought Uncle Dick was a great, sounds a funny name anyway, and then just
0: yeah. put it with Great Aunt Joyce. Well, just I just looked at the scripts for Threatening Weather and Great Aunt Joyce and Uncle Dick are mentioned in the same sentence, so therefore, yeah, they are real in their universe or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I forgot to say, and I should have done it at the start of the podcast. I need to send a big thanks to a loyal listener who's been on the show, Dan Heath. He, he was on for episode tales of terror dan donated it's posh mike and uh it's it's an absolute beast compared to what i used to use so dan thank you mate very kind of you um it also came with a few other gadgets which i don't know how to use but this is just perfect i feel like i'm coming okay. through very crystal clear but it could be so clear that it might be sharp on your old luggles at home so i <laughs> haven't properly tested it like i should have so dan thank you very much my man back into the zoo sorry Okay, so uh, the scene is a one. It's a one scene episode, like we've had many times. You know, the trial beast in the cage, etc. Threatening weather, and it's Victor and Margaret sat with this Uncle Dick, played by well, originally he was supposed to be for Spike Milligan, who was too well. Think would have been fantastic,
3: like you know, Spike Milligan again is just another standout comedian, isn't he of the twentieth century? Um, and just yeah, you know, alongside Peter Cook
0: appearing in one floor. yeah, yeah brilliant even in just That's one half yeah <laughs> he's in the archive yeah it's of course Eric Sykes led there uh, brilliant so he won't say an awful lot but we'll get on to his limited dialogue very limited dialogue later and I, I've put I reckon on the angle of the set looks similar to like rearranging the dust mm. and also why did I put also in Affair of the Hollow Lady there must have been a similar scene it's just the set looks similar I know Remains us yeah. as a solicitor's waiting room, but just for some reason it reminded me of, of the where the seat Well, just... well we, you've you kind of got Margaret in the middle, haven't you? You've got yeah. someone else on the right and then Victor on the left and Victor
3: getting yeah. paces about. So yeah, it is it is it's uh, like it's symbol, th- isn't it?
0: You're right, because Victor is pacing about in this episode. So probably that's what I was thinking of. And uh I, mean, I guess there's is... a different director as well from we, we, um, we Chris I'm... Chris
3: Curling by this point, wouldn't it? I'd imagine, rather than uh, um, the previous director. I mean, Belbin. Yeah, she's your Belbin, that's it,
0: yeah. Well, so, I mean... Not that it matters, just... just well, just Christine going and she took over for the whole of Series 6 anyway, so it's just a continuation yeah. of, of her so, and...
3: That's another interesting question I'd have for David is when was this film? Was this filmed at the same time or did they bring more back and and film it, at, you know, a bit later? Because um, it's obviously not going out live, is it? You know, No. I don't
0: know, actually. I, one would yeah. One would think... I don't
3: know. I suppose if he had to have his arm twisted to do it, it implies that it it. it's
0: done afterwards, isn't it? And, and I think it's... it was a mad rush by the sound of it. And yeah. I do you don't think, think it
2: Do was... him to do? Because it's like... Because normally, say, they're, what, 29 minutes, you know, some are longer. I mean, imagine condensing everything into seven minutes. You know? Yeah. I could have written an hour-long episode, but... Do you think? Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you think Renick would have enjoyed squashing everything into seven minutes?
0: Probably not. I, I think he. I think he likes to have free reign of how things are produced. We yeah, he'd Vic... done the Victor in the bath, hadn't he? Which you've reviewed before. Yeah, that was the trial wasn't it. A lot that that was unwritten. Yeah. That was un, um the stuff that wasn't used for the trial. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I suppose yeah, that was that was
3: in in his prime of writing it still, wasn't he? he still yeah. had loads of ideas for it all. And, yeah, it's just be like you say just left over stuff. So
0: well, Victor's making an excuse yeah. to leave before. Mar- Margaret lets out a sort of dismissive cough, clearing her throat. Well, I suppose we'd better be making a move, Uncle Dick. I hope you'll be on the mend again
3: soon. As I say, we'd like to stay and chat a bit longer, but time's getting on, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's just the hint. It really is, not it? It does that throughout the country. It works, doesn't it? Just to it's like, sh- shut him down, you know, even if he, you know... He's there he's actually there it's sort of like it's a way of stopping him from talking
0: yeah um, yeah he 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 re- he does receive the message loud and clear sits down Victor lets out a uh, quite a funny comment one liner like Lenin's <laughs> tune <tomb> with death <Dettol. laughs> <laughs> hole the marxist lenin of course
3: I had to actually look this up. I didn't realize Lenin is actually kept in preserved, isn't he um, yeah, I,
0: know, I had to do a bit out, of research
3: of gaps, but um, yeah. So Mark one line, yeah, it? it's the idea of yeah, someone just basically dead, and they're just there to like, you know pay respects <laughs> to his, his
0: body. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Victor, Victor tries to make a point that their visit of Uncle Dick could be absolutely pointless. You know, it could be stone dead for all we you know. Um, and Margaret, <laughs> Margaret says, uh, "No, no, sorry." Victor, Victor was making these comments. Sorry, not Margaret. That it could be stone mm. dead, but it feels like a bit of a foreshadowing of the end of this this little sting. yeah. What yeah, everything Victor says is like is a bit eerie, isn't
2: it? I think Victor puts his, his hand under his nose or something, ankle Dick's nose, to see if he's breathing.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he just said like that, like he's a dead body, like that. Did
3: you think Victor was wearing something a little different to his normal attire? I don't. I don't maybe I read too much into it. It's it different,
2: like, isn't it? Yeah. I think
1: the,
3: yeah, I've, I've never seen him like a cream accent. laser. I know it just yeah. it just looks.
2: You know, yeah, that's I meant
3: to be—that he's not actually here yeah, i don't know it's yeah just, I'm
2: just probably over
3: analyzing it but
0: well margaret notices the time 555 i don't know if that is if 555 is relevant to any kind of biblical story or five I'm not like the time in that sense but i was just trying to think or mm-hmm. was that like you know a part of the bible if if you go to you know chapter five matthew verse you know that sort of thing i didn't know if it i didn't read it i didn't go down a rabbit hole with it but she just says they'll be bringing in his his, because she's margaret's talking out loud you see so this is just like any other episode where victor margaret don't always look each other in the eyes and sometimes not in the same room having a conversation this is why you know
3: it, it does work really well doesn't it like it's been set up and that's why i think this episode works because they have often just been talking across purposes yeah. Uh, and again, it's just a, like a sort of standard comedy thing. Like Last of Summer Wine do it a lot. And if you've watched much Last of Summer Wine, but they often have a three way conversation where they're just not kind of answering yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Uh, but it works. You know, it just, you know, because you, you, one person's monologue, it becomes a monologue, doesn't it, really?
0: Yeah. Which obviously, it's done so well with, with the trial. I like what you've done I there, Darren. You've got your hand up. I'll let you speak. I think <laughs> you're,
2: probably, you're probably right, Tom in 555, like reading into it, because apparently, like <laughs> this is not my knowledge. Um, angel number 555 is a symbol of mercy and grace seeing 555 is a sign from your guardian angel that the grace of god is upon your life oh my god something called one foot in the grave
0: that's got to be that is yeah that's smart i love i love that yeah well Well, no it's just because renwick does that you know every listen to every bit of dialogue that renwick has written down because Mm. it will matter so i thought I could have just googled. I might. I don't know if I did Google unsuccessfully, but you clearly got me a, a quick answer there, Darren. So thank you very got much. Got the Bible out there and
2: I had a quick scan.
0: <laughs> he he's only left the <laughs> Bible in the glove compartment. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> love that um, won't keep in there. So Margaret says it's, this, you know, it's nearly nearly six o'clock. Basically, they'll be bringing in your after, afternoon tea soon. Victor, you know, just agitated in he, he says he's hardly going to be thirsty. He's there because he's tried to dislodge a kidney stone with the end of a. Oh. oh, this so he's there amazing. because it's a bit of background, oh, yeah. That he's there because he's tried to dislodge a kidney stone with the end of a wire coat hanger. Oof. And uh, that, my question is, which way did he put it in? Like, I don't want to even stone. think about what? it. I mean, Darren, if you want like to google that, no, no, history is bad yeah. enough. How to remove it, uh, <laughs> <yeah, 'cause
3: laughs> make so, your
1: eyes
0: yeah it's just it's a whole complex thing of you know, trying to pass urine at that age and margaret continues to speak politely and positively to dick um, about his progress and she mentions aunt joyce would have would have come along she'd fallen ill <laughs> and uh, of course she's gone into a little bit of detail about w- you know why she's ill
1: as i say aunt joyce would have come along today but she's not had a very good week herself what with everything Tuesday morning, I'm afraid, she went into another narcoleptic trance in the lavatory, just keeled over forwards
3: onto the floor, with her nose in the shape of a jumping cracker.
1: (laughs) And of course, with her dodgy hip, she couldn't get up to phone for help or anything. So the first anyone knew of it was when a man down the sewage plant found an aspirin bottle with an S.O.S. inside. (laughs) The letters torn from the words, Andrex Super Soft.
3: I thought, I thought the solution was almost Jonathan Creek-like of putting... Yeah, these aspirin, I thought that. Yeah. Um, was it an aspirin bottle with an SOS ripped-up toilet paper or something? And then a plumber finds it or something like that, doesn't he?
0: Um, I, I think, because that's peak Jonathan Creek. I mean, 2001, yeah. he's, he's done a couple of series by then. So yeah. I think he's very much in, in the Creek zone, isn't he? But yeah. that's, that's very clever. Oh, hang on a minute. Uh, Margaret realises Aunt Joyce has a, a video to pass on um she reached through a bag for it and uh, victor's still not convinced dick is awake at this point and he bets five pounds that they've been sat there all the time sitting talking to a corpse is there any relevance to five pounds or am i just really over analyzing this yeah
1: <laughs> yeah quick answer, thank you.
0: <laughs> he um victor there's a great a bit i really loved actually visual sort of silliness he picks up a um a false arm like a um what do you, what's that? What, what's the word? i what's the phrase I'm looking for? Prosthetic. That's it. He didn't fix up a prosthetic. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some drippy nurse mistake for a, for a real one, and she had that on a drip for what eighteen hours. I thought that's a great, great line. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. No.
3: Again, my, my, my question here is, and I'm assuming I can say this without spoiling it. If Victor is not there, how has how has he done that? Or how has Margaret not seen this arm waving yeah, about? Oh. You know
0: that's a good Didn't end. think of that, mate.
3: Now, the reason I asked that is because I've been watching the series Ghosts. if you watched Ghosts on BBC? Only can, the first series. Very, very funny. Very good. Like, yeah. But they do make a big thing about that, about how they can't touch anything. Um, but this, this the rules again, of
0: Ghosts. It, it's open ended, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> oh no, no, no. I I'm just yeah. Just, I know what you mean because did, was Margaret looking in that direction? I was, was going to say the only,
2: the only saving grace is. They cut to Victor, didn't they? Margaret was looking. Yeah. Margaret was looking down. They cut to yeah. Victor, and he's holding it. All ah, right, in the same
3: shot. Ah, so, uh, yeah. You know what? Probably, yeah. But if it's still a- school, I wouldn't like seen that. So yeah, yeah. And then he puts a- it back down behind the bed. So, I mean, yeah, yeah.
2: that's still Good a valid
0: point. Yeah, saw it. Yeah. That's a very valid point. Yeah, but I love that. I didn't think of that. I thought, yeah, surely you'd <laughs> see that floating, yeah. in in a, even in the peripherals or whatever. Yeah, yeah. both Margaret and Victor. To me, they look quite bored. Well, we know Victor is. And um, Victor does once again tries to escape before Margaret sparks that more conversation, you know, in that in such a way that she's politely hinting to Victor to, you know, sit down again and stop leaving. You know, from our point of view, that's what's happening at this stage. They talk about a Mrs. Prout. Now, we've spoken about yeah. Mr. Prout, who's, who's, I think, in the Valley of... I'm sure he turned up in the Valley of Fear as well as... Not the Martin, airport. Oh, yeah, Martin Prout. yeah, Prout. Yeah, yeah. Martin Prout oh no that's martin trout from trout, Algarve, guess, but yeah, uh, it's, yeah some yeah. prout it'd be it'd be a bit fluke if it's martin prout as well but i don't know um no, well okay. the, the the short chubby guy is prout in mm. this in the um you know what he says about um uh his nines being a bit dodgy yeah that's mr prout i think down to mr prout but i don't know if his first name's ever mentioned but i know that do you remember um I think Cousin Ivor was mentioned in Luton Airport, no screen to You know when they said, has is, is your Cousin Ivor still got that, whatever the vehicle was? Rust colour Citroen titran TCV, yeah. I'm glad <laughs> you remember that. Driving and buried it in, in it. There. There it
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
3: oh. <laughs> I don't believe that. Does that, does that mean we're oh, an idiot?
0: Our 40 minutes
3: has not started then, or?
0: I don't know. Um. Oh, no, it's, a, it's a Zoom
3: meeting, 40 minutes, so we're all right. Just i love loving that, man. Sorry, we're just,
0: we're, we just we had some
3: gold <laughs> Again, off, off, off piece there. <laughs> three
1: times, uh, <laughs> three times. I, mean, Sorry, I think it's We've just, just been... so
0: comfortable, aren't we? It's just like, yeah. Let me just sort just... of say quickly to listeners or <laughs> listener back home that I usually get unlimited recording time with the guest, but because it's you know two plus me. Um, and we're limited to 40 minutes, and I'm too tight to buy the Zoom subscription. So, at 40 minutes, I have to stop, and then, you know, invite them back in the room. And I guess what I forgot to do, I forgot to press record, which has happened two other times, both with Darren. Actually, <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm gonna have to start blaming Darren. I can't take responsibility okay. for this anymore. <laughs> I will. So we just we were just talking about ghostly things because. <laughs> really sorry lads we're, g- we're gonna have to just go back just a little bit to um mm. it was mrs, P- mrs. prout i'm gonna do this again really sorry mrs prout who's mentioned um is apparently according to margaret going to be um adopting some rhinoceroses what kind are <laughs> they <laughs> yes. well victor starts this is really difficult to go through this again so annoying <laughs> Victor, um, this is the first time we see him trying to interact with Margaret and she's actually responding, but to Dick. To Vic. (laughs) Not to Dick. To Vic. No, to Dick. Sorry. To Dick. Yeah. yeah. So we think, yeah, it seems like you're answering out loud. Um, And it's all about, um, we think it's just like how you can adopt a a gorilla in Africa, that sort of thing, I suppose. Uh, Victor's asking a few questions about how you would look after a rhinoceros and I think he's taking it literally in. Margaret, sort of not really answering, is she? But she is. And she starts mentioning about soaps and stuff. And um... well, Victor bemoans the fact he might miss Emmerdale, then goes on to yeah. read, you know, some of the plot lines that's happening in Emmerdale. We were saying in the unrecorded version of this that is this a little slide digger, not just at Millionaire because, you know, they, they clash with the TV scheduling, but yeah. more so just how soap, um, obviously, uh, Daily Express and other. Media outlets were reporting on Victor's death. So, I think. Well, David that... said
3: on your pod, hasn't he, when you interviewed mm-hmm. him, that he, he actually, you know, rang up and yeah. gave, gave them a real roasting. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, rightly so. For, yeah. you know, this guy's livelihood, isn't it? And, and Nation wants to keep it quiet. And Yeah. Yeah. They are spoiler, but never...
0: Victor goes off on a little sarcastic rant and reads pretend headlines out about, you know, how BBC plans to kill off Michael Burke. And we were saying that we remember Michael Burke amongst the fact he's a you know a broadcast presenter. He's done the nine 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 sort of documentary where people real life people recount their horrific stories, and then it's played out by amateur actors, and it's all a bit. Uh, then he I spoke. Then we spoke cave, about.
2: Say go. They said they were always trapped in a cave. Yeah. And it's like yeah. Michael oh, Burke oh. very seriously talking over it. Yeah. This is a horroring story. Or the have episode. a
0: sniffing cue through the neck. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah and then and things. then um, and related to that, I was saying, oh, do you remember um, Strange true, true, which there's lots, of mostly ghostly things in that, and this is actually in relation to uh, this, obviously this the nature this of this. Is nice with this
2: episode, doesn't it, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, For the bottom fans as well, we talked about how they refer to Kill Roy, the sexiest yeah. man on television.
0: Yeah. Is written by Victor in this, and um, mm. I think he says, Victor says, God knows how we ever managed to split the atom, he's just that fed up with humanity in, in general, let alone the universe. But yeah, and suddenly, in the topic on the topic of ghostly related things, obviously, again, it doesn't help the listener back at home, but we did go into a little bit of detail about some of the ghostly things we watched in the 90s, like 99 I'm talking like ghostly, but spooky, scary, the yeah. most haunted, and yeah, you know, even was the Jonathan Creek ones, we were saying, like the Ghost Forge, epi- Ghost Forge episode. Yeah, he's not a ghost, is it? But it looks ghosty figure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Margaret suddenly gets a, a chill down her right hand side. Um, mm. she goes to turn up, the, turn the heating up, and uh, Victor then goes to read some star signs, and he uh, looks reads. Oh, I think Virgo, romance is in the air. Do not attempt <laughs> to make love when operating heavy machinery. Uh, <laughs> and some silly, mentioned some silly ones for comet relief what's his sign? Pisces, would it be? Adopt a positive attitude and nothing will seem quite so bad with the exception of UK gold. UK gold gets a bit of... I mean, absolutely adored UK gold when I first discovered Sky TV because, you know, they were replaying so many classic comedies at a time before DVDs were affordable and, or when videos were quite expensive still. DVDs were new to the market. I never had a problem with UK gold. What about you, Dan?
2: No, I, I, I can remember a Jasper Carrot sketch years ago, and he, and he slated UK gold. I remember he was like, it was a bit of a joke. He'd say, you know, all we play is recycle repeat, And it was a bit like not maverick, but it was a bit different because there's nothing new on there. Mm. But It's all just like, you know, comedies from 70s, 80s and 90s. I always thought it was brilliant. But, Loved um, it. yeah. I, yeah think, I think it was a bit of a joke seen as, you know, originally.
0: I know that Clarkson on Top Gear would make a dig at Dave because they only really ever played Top Gear. Uh, repeats and so no I, I can I can understand if you if you happen to not be a fan of Fools and Horses and I don't think there are many many people out there who would say they're not a fan if they like comedy they probably don't mind Fools at the least Part so of, those people, they don't with, um, replayed all the time isn't it yeah
2: sorry Tom, I've seen another thing with I think it's Peter Kay he's talking about the fact that like only Fools and Horses is up there mm. but if you keep showing it and keep repeating it it's always on and it sort of devalues it I think mm-hmm. gold has oh, yeah. always got it on isn't it
0: I, I don't yeah. know if that, if it what he says it should be true, but evidently not because people still love it like word of mouth. General consensus is false and Forsanols is still the greatest. And Interesting,
3: uh, ironically, Cassandra. No, Cassandra Raquel mentions, Mark. My, my clothes only look good when I'm watching UK Gold. Yeah, she she does, yeah, yeah. Think, yeah. Fatal <laughs> extraction. And obviously yeah, it can't yeah. have been going long. It must have only been going a couple of years when 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 she makes that comment. So that have been referring to the even older comedies, yeah, that would that would be like, be used, like George and Mildred's and stuff that were, were put out on it at the time. Yeah, yeah it's, that's a, that's well well remembered. So very I've... very for very foreshadowing it actually that they would become like, yeah. no trapped in it, but just eternally on it, aren't they? Like, do I you
0: think, think that... Do you think some of these actors have a problem with it because they don't get as much in the royalties as unless it was aired on the original? So like. You know, like if you take like Netflix or BritBox buying uh, the rights to air a comedy, yeah. those actors don't get as much as if it was shown live on the True. TV. I, I think it's something like that. But it must. Well, be. Speak, speaking of
3: John Chalice, obviously, you know, as we're recording this, the late great, yeah, it? he only died yeah, yesterday, the yesterday. Twitter, listen. Twitter thing, he been an episode of Heartbeat, and he got seven p um uh, royalty fee for. Mm. Uh,
2: and he actually when have used we got the- for one foot in the grave, <laughs> probably yeah. less than
0: that since he wasn't probably a, less than that. He used live, it's
2: just a voice, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah,
0: and he actually
3: used the um jo- uh, John Sullivan line of uh, right, Twitter fans out buy everyone a drink drinking here, but I want it's <laughs> MP and I want change,
1: so.
3: well, <laughs> Last yeah, Bonnet, please.
2: Markle, yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is <laughs> yeah. To,
0: oh, to, John Chalice. You know, we're recording 20th of September, he died yesterday, the 19th, and um. Obviously, we all knew he'd been ill, but only, for, what, less than a couple of weeks ago. and uh, He was yeah. on stage, wasn't he? Two, over two weeks ago, he was on stage, wasn't he? Yeah. He'd done his first show
3: of his tour. He must have gone yeah. downhill rapidly. that to just keep going until literally someone says, you, you, you know, you can't do this. Someone has to stop him going on.
2: I you know, If I was saying to, to Tom, I was talking about it in work, and the chef as well in work, he said that three weeks ago or four weeks, he tried to book, you know, you can have a video birthday greeting. All oh, right. They tried mm. to block it about three weeks, four weeks ago, and um, then he said oh he's not doing it now. Oh
0: because so. right. I heard also that his his because he tweets like let's know tomorrow. Yeah. And his wife was taking over his Twitter account just and you can tell it wasn't really him because he's just retweeting and not really mm. putting anything out organically, just retweeting his website, Boys in Belgrade. Uh, but uh, we're absolutely gussed, aren't we? The comedy world has oh. lost as an absolute legend. And um, yeah, 79 yeah. is—it's not young, but it's not ancient, is it? I think it's still another um, 10 years in entertainment left left in Lima, oh, yeah, I I, I really left, to him. No doubt. I in in Benidorm, you know, again not, oh, not he's
3: brilliant brilliant as
2: Monty, isn't
3: he? yeah. Not not always fond of remember the last few years of Benidorm, but he is a highlight there.
0: And he loved it, didn't he? You know, he did so much for the show, like really, really pushing it
3: and, and talking about it, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I'd, what I'd what i say, just to pay tribute to John Chalice, is like it was such a thrill. When he first came on Twitter, he didn't have many followers. And back then I he followed me in the early days, and he, he would always respond he respond even when his follower account mm-hmm. went up high, but he just had the he just had the time for geeks like me to like answer some random questions about fools. And I even had debates with him about the right way to um have a Cream tea, like jam first, cream first. I had a few of this, but he yeah, just had. to you interact like that, and it
2: like I had that with Mike Fenton Stevens,
0: yeah, because
2: yeah. I followed him and he actually replied saying it was quite late at night. As so I was saying, thank you so much for your, you know you follow and we got like, involved in a bit of a sort of back and forth, and oh, it's nice. amazing when they do that, and it because you think you're not going to get a response, but John would do that, wouldn't he?
0: I just think yeah. fair play to John, like the whole of the Fools cast are quite they seem quite private and. They don't i don't get the impression they really really want to talk about fools and horses all the time and 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 they're not as approachable but john chalice is or he was i think fair play to you because like you, you you helped uh well you enabled um the fans to get a little bit more from you know from the show just by interacting with you and uh yeah salt would be sorely missed and I, I i mean i'm used to him tweeting like daily, let's obviously check on my through my podcast account, it will always be putting you know bits and pieces up, and uh, yeah, it's just gonna be a bit quieter without him.
2: I got a random memory of him when I I went to um a comic con in I think it was Newport Live Arena, yeah. And um, I remember seeing him, he was sat down reading the South Wales Argus, sat next to oh. Nasty Nick from EastEnders. Oh, really? I was thinking that was so random, oh. yeah. I oh, forgot I'm all about so that until so the amazing. other day, and yeah. kind of my reminded me. Wow, Bless him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, he was. Um, I went to 2004 Milton Keynes also Convention and 2009 Bristol City Convention, and I met him in Waterstone somewhere in I don't know Bath or Bristol to just have his B and Boise book signed. So very, very um, privileged to have, to have mm. met him because he just made it so easy just to go and um, say hi. It was really and what he, he did, he
2: did the Charlie Boys, didn't
0: he? Yeah he, he know, did he...
2: nothing was too much trouble
0: for him no no yeah he, he gave us time of days, so have a chat and uh yeah very humble guy and um i think he like he liked having that um i think he got a, a joy from fans just absolutely loving his work still yeah you're john Charles, your boy so you you've given quite you've given quite a lot in you know through that that character and made people uh absolutely love you so uh, he's gonna be sorely missed Mr. Cognac, uh, yeah, cognac, yeah, cognac. Here's yeah. my empty beer glass, but yeah, <laughs> he didn't like cognac, did he? Did he? No, he. he oh, I watched his tour. I did. I saw I saw him twice at his stand-up show, and he mentions that he just doesn't like. He doesn't. He's not a cognac drinker, but uh, it's a shame. But um, yeah, he obviously it's played into it. He and him and Lucas say, "Man, <laughs> oh dear." Anyway, sorry. <laughs> just Only um, if
3: he likes Pro Balls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit of a japper. <laughs> bit of a sidetrack there, but we can't help it because this is quite raw news, isn't it? When at the time we're recording oh, yeah. this. So um yeah, here's the John Chalice. So Victor does actually reference comet release. Like, I think all these comet release sketches, he will they will yeah. they have to, don't they? he does reference uh buying a red nose on the way home when Do when you Biden remember
3: was the last time he- you mentioned red, a Red Nose. <sighs> no, so he doesn't go on mention it. It's it's in the trial, and he's talking about he sees there's a there's a guy in the in the um, in the supermarket who has got like a, a boil on the back of his head, and he thinks he's wearing a, a red nose back to front as a prank. Oh so, yes, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember. There's a nice I little didn't... aside there again. Just the fact that that's cropped up before. No, like I don't. Red nose.
0: No. <laughs> cool. a, a great visual gag here. I absolutely love this. Margaret spots um, this big jug of Minestrone, and she's like a bit myth that's not been eaten, it's gone cold.
1: Minestrone soup's gone completely cold. I wonder why you never ate it. I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we actually get Eric Sykes, Dick himself, respond with "I did," which <laughs> is a bit of a surprise. He said he said nothing at this point, and that's all he he will say. So I love the fact this is a big jug of puke that Mar- Margaret yes. stuck a nose in. That's a bit grim, isn't it? Um, oh, that, very that good.
3: Turns the stomach cold,
0: sick. Does just oh, turn yeah. Like, yeah, Horrid. If Victor goes to speak to Dick, and um, obviously, as he asks after him, uh, he's actually snoring now. Which is, I, yeah. I did laugh at Victor's reaction. Hour and a half they've been there, and he's just said like two words, basically. Hour and a half. Wow, it's quite a stay, isn't it? Victor looks at this video uh, that's been left for him. It's The Sixth Sense. Have you, have you guys seen The Sixth Sense? Yeah. Shamefully, I've not, no. Okay. But I'm, you know, I'm
3: aware of... of you're aware the, of the, 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 you know, the... If nothing else from David Renwick's story, I don't know if again, but uh,
0: yeah, accidentally spoiled it for the...
2: Uh, Spoiler alert, is that,
0: sorry? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, I, if you haven't watched The Sixth Sense, about to spoil it for you, so you might want to switch off this podcast, fast forward, I don't know, 30 seconds and resume. Um, but if you listen, listen to The Renwick, Episode, it was definitely spoiled. So that might be too late. But um in case you didn't know, the Six Senses, um, starring oh god, what's his name on Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis and the young boy who seems to disappear from the TV world. He basically sees dead people. And but we don't know that Bruce Willis's character is dead until the end. Bruce Willis plays a psychotherapist or yeah. And he's trying to help the, this boy who sees dead people, but Bruce Willis is a character is dead all along uh, so it's a bit of a twist and um i guess yeah this is basically saying that we're about to reveal a twist to you one of the grave and comedy fans he puts the video cassette down i think there's margaret left the room at this point
2: yeah i think she puts something on the the back yeah, of the uh,
3: tv and then leaves yeah. the room and, but ignores victor victor says something to her and, and he and she just doesn't say anything
0: yeah he she she i, she, that I that think she she First walks cuts. back in yeah, yeah interrupts Victor and she yeah she says her goodbyes and that she'll update Aunt Joyce on everything and Victor's a little taken back that Margaret is seemingly ignoring him she's just she's already I don't know left to get something come back in and she he uh, he calls after her gently and um he sort of stares at the video the penny seems to be dropping for Victor and then it's so this, a like, really sad moment it, I think do you remember we were watching this and I said okay to you, Uncle
3: I- Dick I'd better be making a move because
1: time's getting on. I'll let Aunt Joyce know you're picking up nicely, and I hope to see you again soon. Bye, bye,
3: Margaret. Did you hear what I just said? Uh, uh...
1: Margaret.
0: It's very
3: sad. It's back. It- He's obviously realised that he's not here anymore, and, and that must be
0: like heartbreaking. You
3: yeah, know, he's not alive anymore.
0: You've got to live that again, really. Yeah. Even as like yeah. as an actor, he's—I think it's all emotional, finishing one from the grave, and he's got to just sort of remind yeah. himself, the audience, that yeah, I'm not actually here. Margaret's just gone, and it's just this that like, eerie music that plays, and it's yeah, the just music, I first heard music all, all
3: episode as well. But it, again, it
0: just 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 <laughs> closes it off well, doesn't it, Victor's? Yeah just i think there's so many times like when you when you realize that i mean did you did you see that coming a mile off when you first watched this or did you just take it as oh this is just a normal episode
3: i think that was the moment i realized and i'll tell you that, that lenny point, henry,
0: yeah.
3: i remember lenny henry because lenny henry made an, makes a noise going ooh like that as if it's supposed to be spooky like a ghost so, yeah, I think that's when it twigged me, that actually, yeah, he, he isn't here and, he, and, and that's he's talking. Because before that, I yeah. Yeah, like I just fell for it, yeah. Just been, could have just been dropped in from an, another, almost like a deleted scene from
0: another episode that they just showed. Did you, Darren, the, did you, uh, when you watched it for the first time, do you remember going, oh, bloody hell, that was, he's dead. That's like, of course he's dead because we know, you know, we've seen the finale, but did you hmm. go, oh, I didn't see that coming or did you see it coming?
2: No, I, I don't think I did because I didn't see it coming. Because so I remember, I think I remember something about him picking up a, cop, a DVD copy of The Sixth Sense. And then it was obvious then. But I think because it was sort of sandwiched in between, you know, the comic relief night that seems to go on until like, yeah. like 1 a.m. I and mean, it's not normally the sort of program that you, you'd associate with comic relief because it's because yeah. of all the dark moments. Um, but no, I think it was, no, I don't know what I made of it. I'm not a massive fan of it. I yeah. think it just—it seems a bit like shoehorned into the, the comic relief. It's still—it's good to see Victor. I think at yeah. the time, like, I would have been happy to see him, you know, anywhere on an advert or something. But he's still—I don't think it—it it adds much to to Victor as a character, does it?
0: Yeah, I, I it's, it's take it or leave it. I suppose I just—I just, I just love how Remick managed to air a fresh, at the time, fresh episode and probably fooled most of the audience, even though we should know he's dead. And the fact we probably underrated David Renwick for not, you know, at the time of airing, going, oh, he's clearly a ghost. We just he just made me forget that he was dead again Mm. so many times. Yeah, I remember
2: remember watching it through, and at no point they thought, oh, he's dead until the end. That's how good it is. Yeah, and
0: and just the acting, like Annette, like like playing Margaret. You think she was just how she's always been, not really talking directly to Victor if she's a little bit annoyed with him and. Because she's obviously got company in the room in Dick, even though he's half dead or you know in a deep sleep, she just directed all her conversation towards him whilst ignoring Victor. But it's just so convincing, isn't it? It's just great acting
2: and the camera um, work as well. Because they've got obviously two chairs and then yeah. the way they angle it it makes it look like you know like once Margaret say at one point she feels a, a cold draft on her right hand side with yeah.
0: It's it's quite clever. It's clever. There's there's loads of foreshadowing. Victor kept referencing that he thinks Dick's probably dead. Um, It's like it takes one to know one almost, like Dick was pretty much on his deathbed. So, you know, they say, you know, if you believe in that afterlife, you know, if you may well see or sense ghosts. I don't know. It's very, I, I thought it was very good. For a comic relief short, a lot of these comedies who chime out these comic relief episodes aren't. Don't tend to be that good, right? As a fan, when we're roasting the specs, I thought it was very good. Not not bad at all. I think it's better than Victor in the Bath, but Victor mm-hmm. in the Bath was still funny with the Paul Merton voicemail. That's yeah. that's the highlight. But yeah, 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 this was, was still pretty good. Pretty good. Would did you yeah. prefer, Victor in the Bath or uh, visiting visiting Uncle Dick?
3: I think this one probably just for having Eric Sykes in it, and again, just yeah. you know, Eric Sykes. He he popped up in Dinner Ladies, hadn't he? he did yes. As, as Stan's dad and he'd been in Summer Wine doing similar sort of thing like um, like this episode just I think not having much in it but just being there uh, um, just had some gravity yeah and it's just mm. it's just yeah nice to use a comedy legend again yeah. in One Foot of the Grave yeah
2: that like, probably does it for me as well just I probably marginally prefer this one to, to the bath because yeah Eric Sykes and he was in a thing years ago called The Plank I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's just literally yeah, him yeah. and a plank of wood. Yeah. It comes, up, it comes up with all these different like scenarios and how we can use it. And it's it's genius, sounds
0: really. Good, yeah, it sounds because that yeah, that sounds very simple, but mm. he's he's obviously a legend, isn't he? So and his so, um
3: his own sitcom called Sykes with Harry yeah. Jakes is well worth right. the watch. I'll I've out. seen
0: <laughs> I used to watch that with my dad in um in the oh, 93 wow. runs, yeah. But I couldn't quote anything from it, but I remember it being very I, funny. Got the we- box set for from a birthday this
3: year, and, and uh. I think Peter, Peter Sellers shows up in an episode. Oh and again, awesome. you just yeah, he just gets some real, real. I think I've seen that.
2: Does he play a, like a foreigner or
3: something? He play, yeah, he plays. He plays, he plays we just come back off off Shirley, and he he, he kind of wants to marry Hattie. Yeah, and,
2: um,
3: yeah, it, but he does it in one of his foot Peter Sellers' accent. Like
2: yeah, I thought
3: so yeah. the episode looking at it again, I'm sure it's Peter Sellers, and it it, it, it clicks. And yeah, the no, it rings a bell.
2: Like, I'm sure I've seen a bit of it. Like. Go yeah. back to the, the plank and sure, is Tommy Cooper or someone in it? Oh, it's it just literally them and a piece of wood. Oh. Like, all the different ways <laughs> to get into mischief with it. I'm gonna have to re watch it, but I'm gonna you know. have to watch that. Yeah, I'll look for that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's um, given Zoom is telling me we've got you know six oh. or seven minutes left, I think that brings this to a nice close before we move on to each of our top five funny moments top five surreal dark moments of this podcast so we'll be right back after this little interlude break which i don't know what i'm going to put in the edit but there'll be something that i'll put in just to give us a nice little divide rather than just release a second episode so we'll be back in a moment. To the second part of this episode, where we'll be discussing our individual favorite moments. There'll be collectively 15 favorite moments between the three of us, and 15 uh, other favorite moments. <laughs> 15, 15 favorite hilarious moments, and 15 favorite dark and surreal moments. Top five dark, surreal, sad moments. It, it, we we left it open how we would, you, you know, for all I know, you two might have just come up with the sad moments or just. Dark or just surreal, but we'll give you license to have free reign on how you how you did it. Darren, would you like to start this? I'm just that listens back home. Darren is actually looking a bit dark and surreal right now. He's got <laughs> is that sep- sepia filter or or something. It's, not, it's, it's just the, the poor lighting. I'm trying to get okay. the, the lamp. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I look so better in the dark. Beautiful. Darren. what are you <laughs> about? Daz and Magoo, no, like, top five. Yeah, so what have you got in the top five?
2: I didn't really put them in order, but I've got an uh, episode, Who Will Buy, mm-hmm. straight in there with um, old Albert, the blind man.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Which, that is so um, sad. Yeah. I mean, my, my partner, she can't... If I put that episode on, she cannot watch it. You know, where, where the blind man lives in this sort of grotty little flat and, and Margaret goes in there. And it's just the awkwardness of when, you know, the, the confusion over the flowers, they're not really for him. Yeah. And, he and, and the mail. The junk mail is, is what gets me. Like, I can barely talk about it because, like, you get junk mail and she has to pretend it's from his son, I think, who's in Australia. And she comes up with this, you know, hi, dad, sorry we haven't visited, you know, with. And
0: it's just so. It's sad. I mean, sad it's sad. I'm, yeah, I'm. I so generally feel sad, feeling it sad. To Listen, think, just remembering it.
2: You kind of think, what would you do in that situation? You'd, you'd have to pretend it was from him, but
0: mm. like any the, good person would, wouldn't they?
2: Do you think the old man really knows, and he's just happier with the, you know, the delusion that his son is right would write to him rather than just not respond? You know, it's
0: so sad. I think, uh, I think he believes. I, I, I believe that he believes that he's just got, a, you know, although he's blind, he's got a look in his eyes to say, "I'm so pleased that he's had, my son's written to me," and uh, he's got no reason to disbelieve mm-hmm. it. Uh, Again, Mark, it shows
2: how, how lovely Bart is. The fact she went along with it and she let him have the
0: flowers. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, really, really nice. And of course, yeah, that backstory is really sad because he's got hasn't got much money to his name and ends yeah. up spent, spent. You know, for this just to cheer, just to put a smile on his grandchildren's faces. He uh, rather than mm. you know get some proper security locks on his door, he spends the last fifty quid or whatever on bendy dinosaurs mm. um, to that you know irritating salesman. And because of that, you know, it's been broken in. But I, I feel like, no matter, you can get the most expensive security locks, it's still been broken in. But uh, mm. you know, yeah, that's that's a worthy entry, Darren. That's brought the mood right down. I know. Sorry, uh, no, no, <laughs> it's going to no, get worse, mate. I think it's going to get worse. It is. Jump the shelves in.
2: Uh, next, I've got. I can't remember the name of the episode, but it's, it's the same one as Victor buried in the garden. Um, where Margaret's mum has passed away and where obviously the phone rings Margaret goes in and answers it and she comes back out um, but the bit that got me is where she says about Margaret's mum she'd been a, like in that way or alone for about five days and you yeah. think it's so sad yeah. to someone elderly who's been like that for five sure. days and no one's noticed um, but what makes it more poignant is the, the answer phone message when you first hear it you think it's quite funny but when you hear it at the end it's sort of got a different it? meaning to it, you know. I think it
0: says something like, "I'm sure you'll be up here soon." Yeah, but th- there's it's... a bit of comment really because Victor, just the way he looks up to the heavens, mm, yeah, like, that's true. and after he asks Jimmy right up, that brings about a bit of laughter. But overall, it's very, it's a very eerie, spooky uh, message yeah. to receive from beyond the grave, as it were.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, good shout. That's number four. Um, number
2: three. Um, I've got. was not a sad, but a dramatic fever. Yeah. Um, we Victor's written a script, but he ends up ripping it up. I was uh, yeah. really sad about it because I think that script would have been amazing. Sure. You know, he's he's put his heart and soul into this script. He actually enjoys doing something. Margaret reads it and then
0: just slates it. And he thinks- She she's been she's gone from being a hero with Albert. Mm-hmm. It's been a bit of a bit of a cow <laughs> to Victor mm-hmm. with with the, the, the script. He's put his heart and soul in.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he actually starts to think he's good at something.
0: <laughs> yeah. She often poo so poos his, his um hobbies though, doesn't she? She often mm-hmm. plays them down or, or, or almost sneers at what he's doing. Um yeah, I think we can collectively agree she was quite cruel. I don't think she entirely meant to. She was just she probably it was probably unusual for Margaret for her to see Victor do something that creative. I know he's done um Magician. magician, magician stuff, magic, but also the stuff, yeah.
2: ventriloquist.
0: Ventriloquism. Ventriloquist, yeah. So yeah. she knows he's got a bit about him, but she probably just thought you're just someone I live with who isn't particularly funny on purpose at all, and uh, you've come up with a script. So her passing comments are quite quite rude and harsh, but uh, had quite an effect on him. And uh, I mean, we, I didn't hear him rip it up. It was quite quick isn't it, how it happened because she just left the room and came back in, it's just in pieces. So, no, yeah. I'd love
2: to just see what that what was in that script.
0: He found it hilarious didn't he? Yeah. When they finished, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Good, good. That yeah was, uh, good. I did think hard about that one, but I won't reveal if I had it in mind or not. Number two. Number two, I've got hearts
2: of darkness. It's probably because the industry I work in is just seeing like the shocking brutality as Vic says about mm. how they treat the elderly. Um yeah. And the fact that what, what, it, what what's quite poignant about it is when I first watched it, I was probably about 12 or something like that, um, the, the version they'd show on, on television was, the first thing I noticed, they, they had Bottom in it in the background. They had yeah. Skullcrusher Henderson. You know, yeah. Skullcrusher Henderson. I always thought that was amazing. But then they also cut out um, some quite, I wouldn't say graphic, but they cut out the bit where the elderly man is being kicked and and, and, mm. and hit on the ground. Whereas if you watch it, say on the box version, um, so I realized probably last year, there's it's, it's like an extended version of it where they quite as yeah. I said, it's quite graphic.
0: I'm sure it's on um, my D V D though, because I I haven't got the DVD out for years because I've had the luxury of online streaming. I'm sure I've got that where it's just oh, it's just absolutely brutal, isn't it?
2: It's awful. Like I I watched it the other night and I really struggled to watch it because, like I said, I'd only ever seen like the shortened version, which is bad enough. and
1: mm.
2: like when you you see the nurse and the you know the, the home manager, I suppose it would be, and the elderly man's on the floor and the nurse is kicking him and they said you know they said they tried to try to use a sedative, Um it's just awful. She says,
3: uh, "Oh, you you must like limping or something like that." You know what I mean?
0: Just, yes, just bloody. yeah, Arabella Which I think, like you
3: say, is kind of cut out of some bits. Yeah. But then it's
0: kind of been restored,
3: I think, hasn't it, in in mm-hmm. DVD version or, or, Xbox version or
0: something. Remick said though, he like he want he wants to keep an element of realism about the show. Like this, unfortunately, yeah. these things happen. So if he can, yeah. you know, well, I mean, that it, it kind of makes
3: Victor, Victor the bigger the hero at the end, doesn't he? And their confidence is really worth it that they're just mm-hmm. look out of the field for you know. Well, yeah. Really. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they have starved to death a while.
0: You don't know, do you? But, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, do you know the um, one of the elderly ladies in that is um, first of all, it's do you know when the Margaret's voicemail, Margaret's mum's voicemail, um, she I used to think that was Annette Crosby, <laughs> but it was in fact that lady who's in Hearts of Darkness. What's her name? Mm. But she's also in. She's Mrs. Cresswell, not Mrs. Cresswell in Jolly Boys. She's Mrs. Baker. Oh yeah,
3: she oh. isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the name? it's the um it's the regulations you see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet yeah, Mrs. Yeah, yeah. Baker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's uh, a bit of a little. I'm trying to find her name now. The one with the cat. Get you. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like now it's all over it and then, uh, gets rid of the ink. It's,
0: uh, it's the couch bastards. <laughs> trying to find the, uh, the actress's name now. This is Chris. Well, it's got oh Mrs. Bay, Catherine Page. So yeah, all she's on. one of the uh, residents who gets abused. Yeah, that you, you can't argue. Is that your number two? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, eight minutes to talk about your number one. Before oh, I got right. her, sadly. So yeah, that's um yeah. What what have we got, Darren? What's the number one dark, surreal, sad moment for you? But well, a difficult choice, but I've got it as number one.
2: Things aren't simple anymore. Um and the fact that um just pick the dyes, you see it, the saddest bit is where, you know, you see his hat full, you know, the famous flat hat. Mm. Uh, you see it hit the gutter and you see the rain sort of bring it down a bit and, mm. and the fact that it all it'll come about because Margaret basically forced him to go he didn't want mm. to go to it you know she says you've got to go Victor um you know and as, as we've been there and we created it and it's just the, the thought of him dying and the fact there was no more one foot after that
0: mm. I yeah I mean the thing is I didn't I purposely didn't choose his death because mm. I just thought I need That uh, that only give me four choices so I I personally took that as red i've driven a sort of spoiler for my choice but i didn't decide to use the death one because i thought that's, uh, you know i just solely so i can get five in just to make it that much easier because that is obviously the saddest moment isn't it
2: i think another big sad moment in that i think i've spoken about it before but it was with limpy brida turns out yeah like
0: second the like second after
2: and you think you could have had a great night with Limpy Breddie, you know, no one else. <laughs> made else
3: it, could be, but... And he'd probably be alive as well because the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They're, they're,
2: they're, yeah. She,
3: she wouldn't have run him over because she'd have been long
2: gone, wouldn't she? So. Yeah. So, yeah, that's quite made it worse it? <laughs> Yeah. And also, Sorry, Margaret right. was yeah, late, yeah. wouldn't <laughs> Right. It is,
3: isn't it? Just, just you know, it shows doesn't it? like split second coincidence or like split second change. Things can change things.
2: Can
0: but again, brilliant writing, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It's Oof. That concludes Darren's five um, sad, dark, surreal moments. Thank you, Darren. Um, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with anything. Uh, certainly your number one choice. We now move on to Mr Simon Smith with his. Just to bring the mood down further, potentially. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the nature of this part of the show. We could be on a low. Simon, your top five, starting with number five. Okay,
3: so number five is from One Foot in the Algarve, and it's actually uh, Margaret struggling with age is, is I think, quite sad. Um, but quite quite like, you know, obviously she she deals with it, doesn't she? Yeah. But, you know, just, just that realisation, and I think, yeah, it'll happen to everyone, will it, at some point. You, you kind of, yeah. you do compare yourself with people that are, you know, younger than you, and you think, oh, I'm not going to get those years back. So... Yeah, really. um it, You know, it frustrates you, doesn't it? You know, she sort of really, really gets herself into a, into a state about it, and um
0: she, Yeah, she, I, used to, I remember watching that. I think in probably sixties old, and it's yeah, it's <laughs> sixty. Isn't? I, I'm sure. I mean, as you get older, I, mean, I know you you think you know. As you get close to that sort of age, you guess know, not that old, but sixty is the new fifty, and so forth. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of people doing working or you know, sport activities or what do, doing doing their own thing related. Yeah, to you're 60s, right. Sixty in the nineties seemed
3: a lot older, didn't it? Yeah, sixties I, I think what was that? Ninety-three. Like yeah.
2: yeah, I think sixty probably. But they used to say three score years and ten, didn't they? They but did. Narrowly, yeah.
0: I now mean, yeah. quite
2: young. If you died at seventy, they'd say you know I was quite young.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I'm now thinking anything under eighty-five seems. Young, but like if someone dies of it in 84, you think, Oh, that's okay, they obviously not young, but I feel like yeah. you want people to live well into their 90s, so therefore you feel like they've been robbed of a few more years. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a poignant yeah. moment, and it's a bit of a common theme throughout the one Al- from um, the Algarve, isn't it? Where she you know, sees the beautiful ladies on the beach and Victor with a kiss, um, lipstick stain on his cheeks and feels yeah. inadequate, and yeah, that's a that's, a good, that's an interesting one. Yeah,
3: um, so yeah, just what well, well, I always find. Um, I've actually put this one on recently. I've switched it around a little bit, but um, Victor realising he's a ghost in the visiting Uncle Dick. I actually think he uh, just hit me again. In at We're four, not the, the ghost, right? Yeah, just, you know, that realisation that he's not here and, and, and that he probably misses Margaret. You know, he really does miss her.
0: Um, Did you switch so, that over during this call? Or No, no, no. You- <laughs>
3: In the last few days when I watched it, when I watched it again, um just because yeah, I just I think I watched it with Alex for missus and I just felt felt like it was yeah, just just really poignant. I just don't remember feeling that at the time when I watched it. So it's obviously what well, an effect the show has had on me. Yeah, how invested you get in the show, you know, all these years you've watched it and, and
0: um yeah it's it is undoubtedly sad because it's just reminding us that he's not with us anymore Victor Mildred no more and uh I'm you know we're we're going to be treated to one foot in the grave and counting of course and and, uh that will give us a little bit of insight of what what could have been but uh yeah yeah cool good entry what you got number three Uh,
3: number three got Victor and uh his his brother uh whose name has just for some reason just completely gone out of my head um, Alfred Alfred, thank you. I was going to say Albert. It's not Albert, it? Yeah, that's Yeah, the- Victor and Alfred. Um, just the... I say tragedy, because actually they do seem to reconcile by the time of the trial, don't they? Because they're writing to each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which is kind of, cool. you know, it's obviously really positive. But um, yeah, just the fact that they are finally bonding. And then, and obviously, the uh, the tape recorder of fate intervenes and... Uh, Send him off packing, but you can see a real sadness in in Victor's eyes that he really regrets what he's done and he's messed it up, hasn't he? And and now he's gone. And, and uh... he
0: didn't. He, he didn't exactly. out Al, Al, um, Alfred didn't exactly read the room because he could clearly see he wasn't wanted. Yeah, he's He almost staying true. out of spite. And that that same actor, mm. what's his name again? Richard, yeah, Pearson, Pearson. Richard Pearson. Yeah, as, as you know men being badly fans will know he NBA plays Bradley. Gary Strang's dad Martin yeah. on screen da- and he's also not really wanted in his household so he's got It's about the same sort of time it was recorded um, yeah I think, I think the difference to that one, though is he does storm off in that one, doesn't he he must be joking you yeah, are yeah, sod, sod. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really sad yeah. because yeah he's yeah. just it's, if if Victor had said to his face in the name of God to yeah. go he would have said well, yeah. what's the matter with you you know here at mate and uh would have done, had a bit of chat back with victor and wound him up but because he's heard it on a tape recording knowing it's behind his back it just makes it that much more cutting edge but it is, it, but he's also he throat. Of, sorry sorry
2: sorry gone, on, Go on, Darren. Go on oh sorry cheers. i think he's trying to do victor good and he because he says about mm. um since you've retired and he mentions you seem suicidal and so he's yeah. there like bro- brotherly love he's trying to achieve him up and do yeah. do right even though he's doing the opposite <laughs> he's but finding his he's he's right up
1: yeah
3: <laughs> i just think there's a really sweet moment where he says oh do you want a bit more bitter lemon
1: yeah that's, and that's
3: and not yeah it's like nice and it, um, i don't know why that just almost brings a, a tear to my eyes it's just like mm. it's just that bond is there it's back in it and, and it's like yeah and then it just it, obviously it's then just yeah gone again
2: it's a bit. He realizes, like, he goes around with his hat on fire, and he yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, perfect.
3: Yeah. But well, again, I like, totally what didn't see the quality see. of the writing just draws you into that because again, you don't really need to go into that length in that episode to be funny, but but actually, it, mm. it just
0: makes it all such a great bit of television that you've got quite a lot going on there, haven't you? It kind of, and it's that it's that killer line that Margaret says, like he says, in letter it be another twenty-five years before yeah, you. Yeah. You think, well, he's going to be dead by then, surely, because they're both in about in the or be at least mid to late eighties if you're lucky. Um, It would be now, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah, they'd be like mm, gone.
0: Yeah, just yeah, that's a really good one to put in, and I did think about that.
3: Yeah, cool. Um, Number two Two. goes more on the horror than anything, probably not sadness at all, or the dark yeah. yeah. but the alligator egg. So just tying back in with the um, at the 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 snake. Um, but obviously, it's not a. Um, sorry, Victor thinks it's a brand of egg that's just like from Mrs. Warboys. So actually, I actually know it's Margaret, isn't it? He sends him, sends him around there. Yeah. Uh, and she's already had a traumatic experience by <laughs> uh, swallowing drink, drinking his. um What is it? He's mixing up He's mixing up
0: a powder of some kind, isn't he?
3: Um, yeah.
0: I think he recommends drinking. Yeah, like. um milk uh, and magnesium but it's yeah something else yeah that, yeah and then obviously it, um you know the egg thing happens
3: um sorry the alien bit happens doesn't it she watches alien um and then uh, yeah obviously we then have just the i don't know how she does it it always amazes me but she manages to sort of her whole forehead just re- falls back in terror doesn't it and that's just a great bit of acting from from dory there um, just the sheer horror of, of, of that which again you know again he's boiled he's boiled alive uh, an alligator it, you
2: know, <laughs> it's just it's hideous. another animal snapped there
3: you know you can go through one full car and, 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 and obviously they don't ever actually harm any animals but there's just a lot isn't there to, mm. to do with animals and yeah and so I like, like
2: in that bit she says about like Margaret mentions alien and yeah. Mrs Warboy say oh like um like Star Trek, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's nothing yeah, like Star yeah, Trek, yeah, more Comindia or something. Yeah, Comindia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like that. You like Imagine that. Imagine the, um, yeah. the John Hurt bit with the chest base and
0: everything.
3: Oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's a great film, Alien, but it, yeah, it's not for the faint. thinking if you're not feeling well, it's not for the
1: faint. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's not. I bet it's not unusual to to, to you know probably eat you know crocodile egg. You know. Yeah. I don't think your average household would, but it was like culture, massive shift in culture and cuisine.
3: So, are we assuming that she sees like a baby alligator in there? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, well, I like a
0: fetus, uh, well, a fetus, or something. That's what it's I assume. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and again, Nippy.
3: weirdly, there's never any mention of that because it's only a week later she's picking them up from the airport. And I mean, I, it, may, it might be in the book. I'm, I'm only part way through the book at the minute. In the first book, haven't got the book.
0: The great Darren Lloyd donated his copy to me. Yeah, oh, I forgot
3: about that one. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, she's she's forgotten all about it and, and recovered. But obviously, that's yeah, just television, isn't
0: it? I just, I just, I just because we've spoken about how we could do another an, another episode, another time where we could talk about what happened after, what happened next. We could say, yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, yeah, yeah. an exciting. Yeah. Um, conclusion, but she would have got on the phone straight away. And said, "Do you know what Victor just sent me?" And it yeah. was just being discussed. And he would have got a in for accidentally buying these um, crocodile eggs, uh, alligator then, eggs, or whatever.
3: There's no mention of Chris, is there? Or does she say Chris is away or something?
0: Oh, yeah, know. he's brought on so business, just... I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 That's, cool. That's um, um, number then, one then, sir. Number
3: one. Again, you might just you might not think you might think, what's he just picked this one for? I've actually gone with the um with Endgame and the Optician Stroke Flasher. Um Okay, that's interesting. Because it it, it it takes one foot in into a different direction, not a different direction, but a kind of darker real life of of that sort of thing. That just yeah, I don't know. I think when I first watched it, as it was probably eleven at the time when that when mm. that episode went out. don't think I really fully understood it you know as to what the connotations of a a guy in a a raincoat and terrorizing and then Margaret kind of assuming Victor's actually done it doesn't she Mm. partway through the episode she sort of pretty much accuses him of like you know um and then obviously it comes full circle and Margaret ends up pretty much being a victim of it um not long after her um no sorry is that that's before a heart attack isn't it
0: yeah Um, so, yeah, again, just find that quite dark. Um, it's the connotations of it, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, she's... That that's, um, incident has built up a lot of pent-up, yeah. you know, not aggression within Margaret, but knowing that yeah. Victor is... You know, he's obviously used just to, for the mm. um, identification element, but the fact she suspects he, he's capable of doing that. It's a yeah, bit dark yeah, in itself, yeah. isn't it?
2: It's a horrible uh, bit, isn't it, where she's kind of going, you know, where she actually thinks he, yeah. he could be a flasher, and you think, oh, God.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a very... I mean, that's one of my favourite episodes, but she's very off. Mate, no, I agree with you. It's a, it's a
3: very strong episode, but again, it just has a lot of themes like running through it. And again, just the idea of someone you should be able to trust, you know, an optician, you know. Mm. And obviously, we've been in opticians before in One Foot in the Grave, but a very... Very different setting, isn't it? Obviously, not nowhere near the level of Cuba intended there at all. Um well yeah. So
0: there we go, mate. Yeah, there we are, chaps. Very good. Yeah. But I there's a a few that I mentioned that I just didn't think about. There's that many in the in the show. So it's quite a pleasant surprise here in a few moments that uh passed me by. Um well I'll move on to uh, my five dark skip. not scary moments but you know so number five yeah old people's home hearts of darkness Put that number five yeah um we've already talked spoken about it but i couldn't leave the abuse of old people out of that uh, not to say if you didn't include it you are some sort of uh, abuse enabler Simon, nothing against your top five. <laughs> but I just thought I'll be
3: honest, I kind of thought you guys might have it anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. I was, I was trying
0: to like <laughs> it was going through my mind, yeah, because yeah. it's going through my mind, what would Cy si, Darren put? Yeah. Um and some I thought they probably wouldn't have this, but one or two I couldn't resist. Yeah. Um so I going straight to number four. A BAFTA um worthy performance. This this episode was put forward for a BAFTA. Did it win a BAFTA? um so it's mr swaney's self assessment on life in dawn of man with the you know the chat with margaret know, in the car yeah um I I' reviewed that fairly recently with um with jd collins who runs the 2.4 podcast the slammy podcast and that's just like hard hitting stuff isn't it because we we're, we're used to mr swaney's happy go lucky nature quite ignorant of what's around him but it just takes him to see someone that looks like him obviously is the actor of course doing something a bit daring and out there uh, for him to reflect on, and and think jesus what have i done in my life who's going to look after me you know it's that line he speaks he, he speaks of spent many years pushing all you know ladies about you know pause who's going to push me about and up to that point margaret has tried to reassure him that he's a good guy and, and it'll all be okay but she can't really come back with anything that's what kills it's like jesus she, she just can't yeah. help him in that moment and again it's another situation in one foot where something hilarious happens instantly in that scene where victor's been attacked outside the window which should be horrific but yeah. <laughs> it's just the just sound effect a, of the glass yeah, breaking relief, it? Yeah, yeah and you know we've all us three you know not Parked in that very spot, mm. probably, hopefully, maybe. And uh, yeah. that's one of the first things well, It wasn't one of the first things I thought of, but I think one of you guys brought it up and said, Oh, this is, of course, where they I think it was you, Darren. He said, This is where they uh, Margaret would have parked her car and with mm. Mr. Swaney. And uh, I think he's was driving, was it Mr. Swaney's driving? I can't remember. And they would have had that chat. I thought, Yeah, bloody hell, it's not that far away from the house, is it? It's, it's very close, but the long yeah, shot think- of Victor getting attacked it is.
2: You were saying about this shot and the way it looks on the when you watch the episode, it looks miles away, doesn't it? But when you're mm. there, it, it's actually quite close. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my um, I also find that sad. Just add to
3: that in that that's the last you see of him. And then you yeah. mentioned this about Dory, and you did a brilliant analogy of this with Dory Mantle. So, you know, actually, our last bit is quite a, 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 a sort of not the send off I, I would have. Expected, yeah. for a, expected for definitely not the center of expected for Mr. Swaney, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Obviously, you do hear that he has a resolution to it, doesn't he? But but
0: you only hear that, you don't hear him
3: say that, you know,
0: yeah. So, yeah. I just wanted to just quickly see if because did one foot win a BAFTA? I know it won a comedy award, but that absolutely... I'm pretty sure it's one BAFTA, but probably early, early 90s, I think, yeah, 92 93 awards. I'll quick look, it won a BAFTA best comedy. Yeah, ninety two. So, yeah, uh, be three, best, it? best sitcom two thousand one. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, wouldn't have got a BAFTA for that episode. But, you know, that just a great, just wonderful scene. If I ever get the mm-hmm. the, the privilege of speaking to Owen Brenham uh, I'll I'll enjoy getting his memories of you know learning that those lines for the first time and what they felt in the rehearsals when they're talking talking that through. Because, you know, if you're mm-hmm. playing a part of any um, actor for a long running series, you're gonna have an Quite a connection with that character yourself, you know. You're playing them, so I wonder what he would have. Uh, well, he probably would have felt similar to us, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's uh, number four. Number three. Um, End game ninety seven special. Um, it's the moment where Victor's in the caravan on his own, and he dreams of Margaret. Yeah. Don't go yet, Margaret. And I can't remember the time now. What was the time? The time on the clock, but it matched when she actually passed away temporarily, Not briefly. was it? something like that Eleven thirty-seven or 10 i want to say 10 something but
2: that's quite jonathan Creek.
0: it's very creaking know. and it's just how victor reflects on it with mr swain in the corridor when once because of course it's that painful moment where we're led to believe margaret's just about to die you know the heartbeats drop in and montage of his memories in his head the nurse obviously kicks the uh, life support machine back on which is an amazing moment such relief so funny he's obviously absolutely in a daze isn't he and then he, that's the first thing he thinks of because she says oh he's got the paramedics to thank for she was technically dead at 10 37 or something i don't know and uh yeah that's just really spooky um spooky in the in one from the graveland number two mr Foskett's suicide so obviously when they're reading the letter from the um the police i think they just saw they it was was it from the police or was it written yeah it was written from the police to say it sounds like they've we're just led to believe they just took Mr. Foskett from the house and just writing to say that they're looking out for him and what's happened to him, of course, the, the revelation is he did actually jump off the... Uh, went into the bathroom or whatever, he jumped from the top, top floor or something and did actually do himself in. Such a such a wonderful episode throughout. He's so happy-go-lucky. can't believe his uh, his luck with his life. You know, he tried to kill himself 13 times and he makes the love of his life. And uh, obviously it's amazing... Amazingly funny when those two, the Grimway boys, who we don't know to be the Grimway boys, they we think it's his kids. And like yeah, better manners than those two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: You've eaten half our larder.
0: He slips on the... the. he tr- falls over the bin or something. He slips Very over. It's really tragic, isn't it? He's just like... He's just been told his his wife's left him and taking the child with her. Just falls over. It's just really tragic to see. Obviously, the dentures were passed parcel- I mean, that's funny in you he spoke about how accommodating you were that day, and that your love of um, you sh- appeared to show an apparent interest in his uh, collection. So, you have these dentures, sort of thing.
2: I think what you say that you showed such a fascination
0: for. <laughs> yeah, so like but he didn't really, did not he? at all. No, that's the funny thing. It's like, um, <laughs> but it's weird because usually, if you have a will, that's the sort of thing would be passed on through. You know, just to be nitpicky for a minute, that's the sort of thing would be passed on through a. So it's a, anyway, God, I don't want I said that. That's stupid. But yeah, and that's number two. And then number one, oh, by the way, the Foskett suicide was originally number one. And I did have Albert in there. And I, I just kept switch, switching it around. Like I said, it could change tomorrow. But number one is the uh, Timeless Time. What was it I'm going to say? Yeah, I oh, know, right? Yeah, so the revelation that they had a, a yeah. child, an infant. We didn't know of how course, old. Yeah. yeah, and I know there's more in the book, isn't there? That I haven't yet read <laughs> Mm. Um, but that's just I think that's the reason why I put that as number one obviously it's anything to do with a, a child and then like dying obviously is traumatizing for anybody but that's obviously the makings of those characters because obviously w- we we only get to learn Victor from age sort of 60 onwards but obviously I like to i not like to I have to assume that the death of their son Stuart was the makings of Victor and Margaret to a certain extent of how they um you know their loyalty to each other and and how they just always stuck by each other's side, and Victor's obviously someone with that constant agitation with life. So it could have stemmed from you know the bitterness of losing your child, and uh, made his character what he what he is and as we know him today. Uh, so I could not put that there. So that's my around at my top five. Brilliant, one, right?
2: especially the last one because is it only that episode they refer to it? That's it. Uh, yeah. it. yeah. Is that because I remember watching that years and years ago? and I forgot about it, and I rewatched I? it, and I thought, oh, God, yeah, I thought they do reference a child. Um, and I remember thinking, it, it's, yeah, I vaguely remember the name Stuart. But you think, perhaps that's why Victor is the way he is. Perhaps he was a happy-go-lucky sort of person, and, you know, that, God forbid, through
0: going do it. Yeah, it's... The other sad aspect was that Mark, you know, when in re- re- rearranging the dust, where Margaret recounts the time they first met at each other at a party and she grabbed the wrong bloke after yeah. sort of you know he, he didn't realize and he goes, Well, you were always my number one, yeah. Oh, but that's yeah, yeah. sad, isn't it? Like he, he took that quite well considering he was accidentally pulled by Margaret, and it's like, Yeah, uh, he also I, found out he was a mistake
3: as well, didn't he? That his, his mum yeah. was for a dishwasher, yeah, it was yeah. uh, an accident when <laughs> they. <laughs> the accident, yeah, complete oversight
0: after uh, some sort of event, wasn't it? When I find
2: out in his 60s, it's mad,
0: isn't it? Yeah, I, I, the death, the death of um, the, the baby because it wasn't we ever spoken about again, and it's a very that conversation's very subtly introduced to us, sort of like because he 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 rants about newspaper headlines a bit like in this thing, Uncle Dick, where he pretends to read a headline about um, michael burke yeah, british babies yeah so he mentioned british babies yeah. slaughtered at the whatever and then he, a, yeah, yeah. and mm. he goes oh sorry i didn't think as ever and then um margaret mm. takes it quite well and just reminisces about the old times and their mutual friend of theirs has got a child the same age and he's probably doing yeah. accounting and another, or whatever.
3: another weird thing there is that's Glennis and michael and that's that's is The same last episode kills it was him. It's called Michael. Yeah, yeah. Again, just a
0: reuse of a name there,
3: isn't it? But, uh, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Some, some that didn't make it to my top five. Like could have on any other day. Um, things aren't simple anymore. There's a bit where Margaret sees Victor blowing out the candle. You know, just after the mix-up with the two small tears, tears below um, the eye of of um the Virgin Mary, and she's got the vicar with him with her. And it's it's just a bit because she's obviously a flashback, and because mm. the vicar's in there saying it's all a bit of a mix up, and I've all sorted it now. I can't remember what he says, but it makes her sort of look over at Victor, and he's sort of rather, rather ghostly. He's blowing out the candle, and, it's, and we're taken back to the present day, and yeah, she's like with Linus. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like a
3: that's well shot, bit mate. Yeah, don't you? Exactly what you mean. Yeah, um, sort of overlaps, does not it? From the reality, from the current into the past, like.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. though, David Romer said that was an accident. He didn't mean to make that meaningful. Wow. But I said, well, just so happens that it, <laughs> oh, yeah, it does work really
3: well. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's just
0: being modest. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the bit in that that gets me is where, um, when, she, when she's got that plimsoll to her ear, I think she talked to the solicitor and she says, because my husband has been dead for six months. Oh. And then it hits you, you think, oh, God, yeah, he has. He's, he's actually dead. And. Yeah. You know, Vicka's been gone for six months and the way she has to say it and then she sort of breaks down a bit, that's awful. That's <laughs> it is, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Because
3: again, the way that website's filmed, it could easily be he's just in the, in the lounge mm. as usual or upstairs or, you know, it, it, yeah, just, just a real shock because you knew it was
0: coming, didn't you? But yeah, yeah if, you, if you'd read, read any newspapers
1: or
3: whatever.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. yeah man. We just we didn't, we, but we didn't, I didn't expect it to be re- revealed in the opening no, two minutes, yeah. but yeah. But yeah. the other ones that we, we could have had, you know, Tales of Terror, the, uh, the suicide of Mildred. Mildred, um, that yeah, yeah, did... was
3: on my list. I, I took it off in the end, but
0: that was on the list at one point. Yeah. yeah, obviously, there's a couple that you guys mentioned, but I wouldn't point to talking about that again. But um, Victor revisiting Wingate the end mm. of Luton Airport, not one bloody apple off the end of the comedy. Uh, what else the of worst horror of all when he's a doorman at the, the hotel Royal... Uh, what's it called the Royal uh, Royal Norfolk Hotel, which we obviously visited and he spots the uh, disabled person trying to support themselves out of their their vehicle whilst he's dealing with these pompous idiots. Um, but so that's obviously a very a lot of people find that quite a moving scene and he's um, mm. you know stands up for himself and that person in, in a roundabout way by sort of walking walking away from the job. Obviously we' have spoken about Mr. Sweeney. And Tanya, you know, how he sort of gets... You know, his hopes up that he's going to get um, a date, but she's taken with. the In Starbound, the mystery of where Mrs swaney's mother really got to, because Margaret ponders yeah. that at the end of the episode. I wonder where she really got to. You know, probably just down Gany the road Mead. and sort of... Say again? Ganymede? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ganymede <laughs> me, yeah,
2: I don't know. Do you think she really... She went anywhere or...
0: Well, it probably... just. She just stayed at someone's house, but they would—you think they'd ring Mm. the police and report it. But back then you wouldn't have had any kind of internet to get it out in the public domains. It might have been difficult to find her where, because if she had some sort of dementia or something or whatever, Mm. she just wouldn't know, would she? Um, When
2: when Mrs. Swanny says that she was sat at the the table with a cup of tea large as life, I mean, because she could normally she couldn't make herself a cup of tea, could she? Mm. Do you think? I wish she ended up, you know.
0: Well, the aliens so gave well. her powers to. Well, there you go, for <laughs> her put her physical ableness back to life. to so what it was, the to- obviously we have put a living in the tomb. The the burnt tortoise is a bit. It's a mm. monumental mishap, but funny, but tragic because basically two it's Like a moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, that's a losing the baby.
3: Um, yeah, with the uh, bus crash, which again, I don't know whether it's meant to blame Pippa for being drunk driving at the time and a kind of commentary on that, or mm. it's just a tragic accident again. I'm not too clear what how that's set out mm. so, well, that's to do, but again, it's still tragic, probably more for Patrick if anything,
2: because yeah,
3: you, know, you kind of think maybe Patrick might have mellowed if you've been a father. Um,
2: mm. yeah, it's a bit like the um, they refer to affairs quite a lot, like with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Pippa has an affair and she's quite she's quite like blasé about it she sort of says oh I had my passionate affair yeah. with, uh, with this okay. guy and then and it hints at Margaret you know with Ben yeah um, you
0: know,
2: the affairs it's are quite it was, guess, yeah. 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 It, it's quite a shocking bit I know like when I watched <laughs> um, I can't remember the name of the episode but when um, Margaret kisses Ben and she says I'm kissing you goodbye like, my partner. we we think oh god you know she's she's cheating on Victor but Anything you're straight where you're on Victor's side, but it's, it's sort of a are hinted to quite a bit throughout, and mm. that always makes me sort of quite shocked, you know, considering yeah. they're in their sixties.
0: Yeah, there's a moment well,
3: in the affair of our lady where you think Victor's going to, oh yeah, have it away yeah.
0: with Barbara Windsor, don't you? Um, yeah, who would It's uh, not overly clear, is it? What, what <laughs> Yeah. No. So Daza or Darren's going to go first. So what's are you going to go from number five? Yeah, go on. Then. Um, okay, in at five for your, for, um, and just everyone. This is this is this is an opinion. So listeners at home might be raging at us for not choosing, but this is just what we think. Um, for ourselves, of course, not what we think overall. This is what our personal beliefs. So, Darren, number five, funniest moment for you.
2: Number five, we've got is um, Dreamland season three. Well, all I have to say is black shoes. <laughs> okay, dead man <laughs> shoes yeah it's it's just the absurdity of um, I, I, I can remember years ago when people would um they'd look in the paper and they would buy things like now no, you wouldn't buy a pair of secondhand shoes would do you? you know because no. it you know cheap enough really but yeah I can remember like as a, as a kid going like my dad would look to the newspaper you know the free ads or something and he he'd, <laughs> then they'd take me off and we'd go and buy you know some second hands, God knows what it is. But, yeah, it's just the absurdity of Victor going to this woman's house. I mean, the woman, I think you'll probably know the actress, Tom. Damari,
0: I uh, can't pronounce her name now. She passed away earlier this year, didn't she?
2: Yeah. I mean, she's quite. Um, she's in quite a few things. I think she's in things like the Habs Army and things like that.
0: I mean, she's just, the
2: way she sort of delivers the, the line, she lets Victor in and then says, well, you know, my husband's just died. And you don't think for a second he's literally died. <laughs>
0: Damari's name, if I pronounce yeah, that? Exactly. I? Yeah,
2: and the way she's unlacing the boots and Vic just stood there like just staring. See, um, so that's my number five.
0: Do you know what? I didn't know whether to count that because it is funny, but I don't have to count that as a surreal moment or funny. It's both, obviously, but for the purposes of our category, I cool. thought I'm not saying I have chosen that. I may or may not have. But it's thought...
2: just how it leads then to him trying to get rid of the jump as well. And the yeah,
0: yeah, it was, it...
2: homeless guy. And...
0: That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair shout. What's what's in at number four? Uh,
2: number four, I've got
0: series two, Love and Death.
2: I've got um, the amazing Vince and April. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that there's two bits in that, so I, I kind of pick in two. That was the, the dead seagull in the toilet,
0: <laughs> a throwaway comment about it, yeah,
2: it's just the way he comes down and, and April's just and She goes, Oh, he's just got that drawing. I
0: love him to bits. <laughs> bit, yeah. That's it, <laughs> and this is just, just, like, just walk this. to the room, yeah. <laughs> you know, the um, what he says about the, the pigeon, is it a pigeon or the seagull? Because that, that just reminds of Basil, Basil Forty and the um the oh, hotel inspector the tank. two dead pigeons in the water tank. Piquion. So I thought it's a similar kind of. How kind they of get line up dynamic. there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that was my favorite bit. Of that it's just the gravestone. It's about how Vince takes him out to the back shed and yeah. shows him a gravestone. And the the funniest bit I like about that is that it refers to Victor as old
0: Vic. And yeah. Who has ever called him old Vic? Well, yeah. I, no, I think no. I have him passing as as a on this podcast, but certainly not in the universe of One from the no. Grave.
2: The fact they deemed it like a, enough of a nickname to put it on his gravestone.
0: Do you think that just that speaks volumes that Vince and April, they they saw them in this, they're, they're a bit like Ronnie Mildred in a way, they just saw Victor Margaret as these, you know, these lovely people they like to spend time with yeah. and only Vince would call him yeah. old Vic, no one else would and that might have said, said all you need to know about Vince. I, again, that could be seen as funny and a fairly dark moment because it's Someone getting you a gravestone for God's sake. I,
3: I <laughs> always wonder whether, whether it was where they met, Mister. Foskett, because uh, a guest oh, house. Oh
0: yeah, possibly. I out, didn't it's think, yeah. not
1: think.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I, I was yeah. always wondering about that. Yeah.
2: Did they share just, a, a really bathroom sad. or something? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. remember that little just, man that used to walk across your room in the middle of the night? <laughs> just picture that it's a little <laughs> man outside <just> <laughs> there. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so um. Good choice, number three.
2: Number three, series six. Things aren't simple anymore, mainly because I'm a snooker fan, and I'm sure Sai will appreciate this. But um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the quote where well, Victor says it's a good job I didn't have a snooker cue is where he, he hurls a hypodermic needle into the um <laughs> yeah. the guy who, who decided to bear his buttocks out of the window at Victor. The So he, he launches a hypodermic needle into his buttocks, and he says it's a good job I didn't have a snooker cue. <laughs>
0: Good I line.
2: think I think Margaret describes him as like Eric Bristow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't, um, because you, he such a snooker fan, and you might have chosen this, but dramatic fever when he gets, he can be he jokes he's put through to the snooker um switchboard. <laughs> I think John he is. Harris, he is connected. Is to Tony Mule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> calling <Yeah>. from
2: <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> this is garden calling from Gacardi. It's so bizarre, isn't <laughs> yeah. it?
2: <laughs> no, who's he playing? Hurricane. <laughs> yeah. he <laughs> Dennis Taylor. No, Is that Rick Demaldu? Who's he playing? Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bill oh, okay. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Um, I've got the. It's got to be Hearts of Darkness. Mm. And, um, the Trivial Pursuit where they're sat on the the boats where they think they're sort of marooned or stranded. Yeah. And um, they're actually in two foot of water. Plain trivial pursuit, and you've got Mrs. Warboys who knows the excrement of a gazelle. Mm. How many noses Conway Twitty's got? That's
0: so good. That's such a to me. It's
2: really, it's really David Brannett. He's bringing up Conway Twitty. There's not many people going to remember Conway Twitty.
0: There's so many references. In pop culture and that yeah. room it comes up with, I just think, Christ, I need to look that up. But it's still funny, and that's Mrs. Warboy's one of one of the one of her finest hours, isn't it? Just so <laughs> intelligent in that game, she just reel off any just to start to think, does she? Um, no,
2: it's like when they're playing chess as well, isn't it? she's just so on the ball and check. I, I referenced that to a mate of mine. who's just
3: started a chess club at school, and I said, "That <laughs> was a brilliant bit, of one foot in the grave, where she's just doing other things and doing a bit of knitting or something," isn't she. <laughs> And then just comes back and puts it back into checks,
2: mate. So. Yeah. <laughs> Victor's really thinking about it. Any yeah, sure.
3: really yeah. <laughs> He did not do too well in games, does he? He gets he gets gets beaten by the uh, by Margaret's mom and is it Risk or whatever he's playing that? Yeah. Didn't <laughs> they
1: play,
0: <laughs> Didn't him and Patrick play backgammon or something in Wisdom of the Witch I don't know, it's or something? Backgammon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it is. I don't know how well he was doing there, but he, he threw the the ice rather than the the <laughs> dice, didn't he? <laughs>
2: I like uh, that one because you actually see him in Patrick getting on well. Yeah, it's, it's a, a rare, it's, it's, it's lovely. Yeah, it is rare, isn't it? It is nice. Yeah. And
0: also yeah. in a in roundabout way in, in The Man in the Long Black Coat where, you know, Victor's out looking out for Patrick because obviously he had to take yeah. him to the hospital and there's sort of like a, a moment they have together where he's like, he writes, it's, it's the post-it notes. Yeah. He writes, yeah. rather than a snide one, he puts, you know, thank you or something like that. last that's, yeah. that's, that's really nice. And, he, and Mar-
2: Margaret goes, shall
0: I put it in the book? Victor goes, what book? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that yeah just, yeah, just lovely, isn't it? Quite nice. Are no, uh, number two now? Uh number one now, I think. So just look so you've had number five was Dreamland. Dreamland. Black shoes. Number yeah. four was Love and Death, Series Two, Vincent April. Yeah. Uh, in at number three,
2: was series six, things aren't so simple anymore with um Snooky Q. Yeah.
0: Number um, two was just the, the um trivial pursuit. trivial pursuit. And okay, Darren, this is your and I'm sure your mind would change every day, wouldn't it, if you thought about it. But at the time of, of you uh, doing your uh, home, homework I set you, what was your funniest One Foot in the Grave moment?
2: Well, you are right. It, it could change every day, but it's, it's got to be the Algarve, One Foot in the Algarve. And I'm, g- I'm just going to pick the absurdity of it, of um, Mrs. Warboys going missing. And then you've got the... Would they be Spanish or Portuguese authorities? Portuguese, yeah. But they're sort of trawling with floodlights, you know, they're out in the sea. And then you've got... Um, you just hear the, the famous words, "Mrs. Warble." He's been shouted across the, you know, across the channel.
0: The impression. The impression.
2: Mrs. Oh. Warbys, Mrs. Warbys.
0: <laughs> the rolling of the R there. He, a, the R. A, it's funny because it's we've <laughs> never heard someone in the one from the Grave Universe utter that name before. Certainly, no. um, outside of uh, Victor, of course, because she's just no. Jean, isn't she? To Margaret, no. and then to uh, then hear a foreigner pronouncing her name. You yeah, know, yeah, in a such a crazy genius. circumstances. It's just that? very
2: echoing across the coast. And he's just <laughs>
0: yeah, through that again of the Victor's you
2: kind of think
3: that, That's been set up by Victor just saying, you know, asking what's her name on oh, Mrs. Warboys. He'll just said that to the to the coast guard, won't That's it. Yeah. <laughs> he, <give> it <laughs> he probably doesn't even he know her name's Gene. No, no, he probably doesn't, no. no? <laughs>
2: and, then, and then, of course, it leads to um, an octopus found Fletcher a Gucci handbag.
0: Oh, yeah. That <laughs> is... Yeah, I I suppose I'll give you that because if you're going to give your favourite moment of of, of this, you, it's, so you can attach it to the following mm. what precedes it because that makes up the whole funny moment, doesn't it? Really, mm. um, when they talk about. You know what they found at the bottom. Of, you know, not you know, when they tried. That's a good top five. I mean, excellent. I, excellent. I that's, think yeah, that's really good
3: stuff. Though, can't man.
0: argue against that. I have made a list yeah. of like you know special mentions. We'll, we'll talk about that after we've done our top fives. And thank you for that, Darren. Uh, Simon, your top five moments. Would you like to start at number five, please, sir? So I've gone with a
3: real outsider one here, but I've always enjoyed this, and it's probably just because of the actor that, 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 that plays it. So series one, episode five, the Eternal Quadrangle. And it's the carpet fitter um, played by a guy called David Batley. Now, again, he's, he's, he's sadly passed away now, I passed away a few years ago, but he, he crops up in a few things. He, he's in Mr Bean, plays a, a, a mini golf attendant in that. Um, and he's just got this really world-weary face, world-weary voice. So just to give you the context, obviously, Victor and Margaret, I mean, their carpets changed. And the he comes in and he, he, he sort of sort of alludes to the fact that Victor's been painting a flamingo in the uh, living room and he hasn't, it's, it's the uh, lampshade isn't it, next to the television um, and then he sits down and says something like uh, Victor says oh it's all go isn't it and he goes oh he wouldn't chuckle um, and then a bit, bit later obviously he, he falls fast asleep on the stairs and uh, Margaret doesn't know what to do so leaves him there and then <laughs> But Victor comes back down when he gets back and says he's he's gone to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> just that whole bit, I don't know why. I just I absolutely love it. I just I just think it. it yeah, it, for me, you know, when just I, the way he delivers well, it. But. When I
0: think of that scene, I I, 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 I all times get confused. with you know the episode Christopher Ryan's in as a plumber, and he's yeah. got his, and his plumber's yeah. mate. I always get that plumber's mate mixed up with that guy, the dopey guy who falls yeah. asleep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he um, gets so hit with, he the, the banana, he, with the banana, then he with the banana.
2: Yeah, waxing with a banana. I remember the banana bit, and I don't know why. You know, he, he, the banana deflates. Yeah. And he goes, Why can't they get these things to stay up? And didn't <laughs> you say something about that? to me, that always seemed ad libbed. I mean, it's probably yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It always yeah, seems yeah, out yeah. to live because it's like, how do you time it just right for the banana to deflate? And... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, I, I know what you mean about that guy saying you wouldn't chuckle. It's so yeah, oh, funny you about chuckle.
3: that. Chuckle. Okay, I, yeah, I just don't know what it is. <laughs> just the delivery of it. And if anyone else had said it, another actor, it wouldn't have worked <laughs> it. Um, yeah. I I've I've, I've, tried, I've tried to look into this guy. He's done a few things. He's done a sitcom in Undertakers, which is not available anyway. I've tried to look for it. So
0: no, oh, okay. Yeah,
3: just sometimes you just find I just find a character actor really funny, and uh, you just kind of latch onto it.
0: There's some of these moments are going to be subtle to some, not to others, yeah. and I uh, was saying I think to Darren, didn't I? It's like, or to you, I can't remember one of them, said Like, it's hard. to, okay. I found it easy to pick the surreal moments, but the funny moments. Mm. So many of them, but it, mm. you've only got five, and you think. Is it worth mentioning that one? Because it's only a, a brief moment that has made me laugh. But is it worth putting it? Is it number, But you know, it's, it's our own individual choice, isn't it? So lovely. Okay, so you have got the. Um, how would you name that one? That was the, uh, the carpet fitter. Carpet fitter guy. The so what's, yeah.
1: what's
0: in yeah. at number four? In number four, we've got the rearranging the dust and the
3: toilet visit. Oh yeah, visit to the uh, the toilet. And now I was talking to my to my lady Alex about this, and I can't, I can explain it. Here. And she goes, yeah. Well, if you say that, people will associate with that. I says, yeah, that's what makes it funny. Like mm. Surely, at some point in your life, you've you've encountered either, I wouldn't say personally that you've done it, or you've you've heard people, and it is just side funny. But the way it's acted and the way it's delivered, Margaret's just sheer panic of, of trying to like disguise what's going on, and also the fact that again, it just. I mean David Remix nailed it there with how blokes go to the toilet sometimes in like short bursts of, of, of actually he's, yeah but that's to the, the, the comedy toilet, it, it
0: stops doesn't it you think uh, it does. and then carries he's on he... even <laughs> and, then,
3: <laughs> and then I think he turns the tap on doesn't he and, and then Margot thinks he's gone again <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's silly humour but I absolutely adore that that's, that's one that my nan would have absolutely uh, literally wet, not literally she wasn't that old to the wet so. herself <laughs> yeah that, I'd love that
3: and She yeah. comes, he comes back in and says uh, do you want to go, it's quite clean and she of <laughs> <know, no, no.
1: laughs> no,
0: no, no. course he was embarrassed to, to, he had to whisper in her ear that he's going to the toilet but he's having yeah. to come back in and go oh it's quite clean Like, like it, he, it, it, he had preempted it as well because
3: he said oh this wall's paper thin if you lean back suddenly, you put your head through that, and Margaret says, "Yeah, I'll bear that in mind," or something, doesn't she? Yeah. So that's kind of the whole thing is preempted that that is going to happen. Obviously, it's just a dividing wall that's been put up, hasn't it? To put a toilet in there.
0: Of course, a similar scene was in the Algarve, isn't it? When they think they're in prison, and he and he's trying to pull the f- chain. Yeah, uh, a few times. That's to me funny, and it, that wasn't obviously exactly the same because we didn't hear him <laughs> win, but um, yeah, very similar. Very good. Yeah, I like that. that. That gives my blessing if you need it. <laughs> um, all right. In at three. Number
3: three. Now, this is one, actually, in re-watching it for the umpteenth time, but I said to you, Tom, and I mentioned to you, Darren, as well, that I've really fallen in love with Series 6 again. Like, for quite a while, perhaps because it was the last series that I watched and had it on video, and, and then when I watched the, the classic series, but the older the oldest episodes, you kind of remember them more, but so I kind of put the series six away for a while and didn't watch it. But going back, it's been 20 years now, it's such a long time. You think, well, yeah. So it's um The Dawn of Man, which mm, has yep. got some really great bits, but my my favorite bit in that is is Victor returning the video of Cop Born to uh to <laughs> Patrick thinking it's Patrick's brother.
1: <laughs>
0: Patrick's gay
3: brother, yeah. Um, the line for me is when he says, "You don't know me." Yeah. <laughs> when obviously <laughs> Patrick's, it's just another Patrick Victor moment, isn't it? Of, of just sheer sheer horror um, of like, yeah, actually.
0: Well, that, oh, yeah, that, that's that's that's, we, that's, that's again. That's about? like Billy <laughs> w- Billy Whitney um, and yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Monday morning will be yeah. fine when he goes. Oh, you'd remember him, Steve, because he just totally yeah. doesn't. Oh, that? Yeah, it's deep, it doesn't recognise Victor at all other than yeah. being someone he looks like. Yeah. That's fair. So that's it's very
3: sort of Victor kind of doing it inadvertently the way around, isn't it? Um so yeah, just just again. And obviously there's then a follow-on isn't there where Patrick gets his own back by dropping it into the um, or saying he's dropped it into the children's hospital.
2: The build up to that is good as well with Victor sees Patrick in the rain with that lilac umbrella. Yeah. yeah. And he assumes yeah. straight away he must be gay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it works really well and uh it's just as funny when um, Patrick's reading a, a local news article about a strange man breaking in and fishing out, the, you know, the right video and uh, you know, dropping it back in again and just getting caught by the police. Whatever, I just thought that was quite. It gave Renwick a good excuse to do what he does best and write, yeah. write a pretend article about a local news event. So, yeah, good choice there, Si. Yeah, uh, thank you. Um, Are we on? On
3: two. On two. 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 Okay, um, so we've got series five, episode two, the affair of the hollow lady, yeah, and it's the um Victor climbing through his own window to get in. Oh, that's so good. Phoning him, <laughs> yeah, and saying, Why do you think I'm doing it? All because the lady loves me, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> that's a brilliant bit,
0: <laughs> and um, that was a yeah, po- popular, yeah, so just, just quite a short time.
3: one, that but but just yeah, and then Margaret obviously comes in she, and she has managed to get in in the
2: end. Yeah, he, he, he twig, doesn't he twig, doesn't, does he? Yeah, that's or what I like. He doesn't realize the
1: part. He goes, How <laughs> the hell did you get? That's <laughs> <So.
2: laughs> a
3: Richard Wilson thing, isn't it? Like,
0: what the bloody hell did you?
1: Yeah,
0: and I, yeah. I did
3: notice as well, I was watching Endgame again recently, that he does reference that. He says, Because he comes and finds Mrs. Arcani trying to get in. Yeah, uh, trying to escape uh, yeah. from yeah. you know the prison. Great callback. That he's in. And he does say, uh, "Oh, I had the same problem myself when I knew new locks fitted.
0: You know, it's a nightmare, isn't it?" Like, so- I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I try. I like, but the start of that episode, though, not Endgame, but the um, uh, uh, affair of the Hollow Ladies. Where you got this, we're at the top of the stairs, and we can see Victor and Margaret trying to get in, and he takes yeah. over and just well, how he he shouts out, "Turn for God's sake!" That always makes me laugh. <laughs> just so pissed off, is not they? Because <laughs> they've been watching yeah. some crap film, and he just just wants to get in and just to be just to be reduced to climbing through the window. Um, it's just such effort. Yeah, that's a, that's a
3: great he, choice. He, he does have some nosy neighbours, doesn't he? to ring up yeah. to tell him that his picture wasn't straight.
0: Yeah. But it was it was it was yourself, wasn't it, Simon? That you sent in our little one-foot chat. You said yeah. that there's. I can't. I remember. I can't remember the scene, but you can see. And then someone else emailed me this recently that you can see houses opposite the Meldrews. Mm. Like it was just obviously a backdrop of, of a you know, painting yeah, of houses. Yeah, yeah. But of course, we yeah. know it that there make, isn't houses there. Interesting way. And then obviously
3: in Dawn of Man, you see Victor. You see Margaret and. Um, Mr. Swainy parked in that little turning yeah. parking bit. So that that's yeah, obviously where it doesn't quite match up, does it? Obviously, yeah. Yeah. but yeah.
0: Unless the houses were suddenly demolished and yeah, yeah, it's easily. just easily. It's unlikely, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I
0: suppose you could just say you could just say that the houses opposite were weren't quite close. It's quite far back, and there's still enough, there's a, a parking bay yeah. that you could park. But yeah, it's I, these things happen, don't they? Mm. I mean in um it's very good with continuity generally speaking mm. um I, I feel like this is more an art department
3: thing wasn't it probably yeah. out of his hands. probably be, you know he may not even notice that, that actually that that's the case i'm sure the art department just said oh it has to look like these houses so they just put a, a backdrop in there don't they
0: so. yeah yeah Oh, okay well that's a big drum roll for the number one. So, uh, what have you gone as for, for uh, your. Moment? Again,
3: really struggle with this. Um, and I've gone with, um, again, people might remember this one really well, but Hiding from Ronnie and Mildred, uh, Series yeah. 2, Episode 6, the worst horror of all. Back it off. Just the. Uh, <laughs> and the way the way that episode, the way it's all built up as well, isn't it? That, that, that they're expecting a, a, some kind of. Well, it's called the worst horror of all, isn't it? So bad things are happening and, and they know Ronnie and Mildred don't strike during the hours of daylight so there's a chance it's going to happen that evening um and i see the car <laughs> pull up um, and i just love that they, they go to this whole extravagance of pretending to be out yeah
2: letters
0: and it's the letters yeah out. it's just uh... oh my god harvest <laughs> a full <laughs> <God>. code red <laughs> then, 1471
3: to if anyone's a pincer movement i'll just have yeah, yeah, a, a of the of the of the movement, clever line brilliant. Is yeah. a military operation that they have like there's
0: no way out, <laughs> they?
3: and, and they've obviously left it at the bathroom light on.
0: Do you think the owners yeah. of Tricilian Way thought that about us when they saw us approach, and they thought, "Oh, they've yeah. the back. They got us in a pizza they yeah. <laughs> trying to they thought we were facing we... the joint." Yeah. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: no, that so, is, yeah um, so there
3: we go. That was that, that, that definitely number one for me. That, um, but again, just yeah, so many honorable ventures that could have had as well, without a doubt.
0: Well, well, we'll go through the honourable mentions after this. this, this the the favourite moment segment. Um, so I'll give you um, my five. So again, this could be shuffled at any point, and I'm probably going to regret some my choice. Not regret, but number five, I've got series two, timeless time, foot in the hedgehog. Now it's oh, obviously yeah, <laughs> it's obviously slapstick, and slapstick isn't. Yeah. It's not cool to suggest a slapstick, but I just love the absurdity of it. The idea that Victor would just get that confused over a slipper versus a dead animal. Also, how Margaret dealt with it, or how she handled it, because she obviously is trying to clean him up. And that noise she lets out of utter disgust
1: (laughs) that Net Crosby does
0: throughout the series. That just said this so many times. I just love her cries of anger throughout or despair. It's just as funny as Victor's rants or his catchphrases, and it's just it's it's great.
2: She does as well, like that.
0: Yeah, she goes, ah! like yeah. that's <laughs> a very weird screech that really that sort of finishes it off for me like i go from laughter to like roaring with laughter when oh. she lets that reaction out and victor's just so they don't do the best job cleaning cleaning that foot off actually because it's still a bit mucky but um i think it's when he goes into the bathroom after that point or before when he just says what's this package of bistro in here it's just random, but I just love that. Just the way he, he's so miffed that he found Vista in the bathroom. But I think that's obviously unrelated. Same episode. But yeah, foot in the hedgehog for me. Um in at number five. Just going back to that bathroom thing, yeah. he,
3: he has habits, doesn't he? He's been putting polyfiller in the um in the in the bath salts, hasn't he? So he's just as uh, <laughs> the like for, like, random things, isn't he, in the bathroom so, cabinet. Is it Margaret's mum who was on the Margaret's Conce- mom the consequence of it, that, was yeah. yeah, and then obviously, then in a later episode, there he then opens what he thinks is a bar of soap and it's a little toilet. Um, oh, yeah, it's a little toilet green toilet duck, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what
0: yeah, a lot,
3: lot, lot, lot of misunderstandings <laughs> in that bathroom, I don't they?
0: Yeah, <laughs> my number four is matches yours, Darren. I don't think you got this at number four, but I did put the Triple pursuit, hearts oh. of darkness, because uh, everyone is hilarious in that scene. Obviously, Mrs. Wallboy's reeling off the answers without even having to think about it. Victor's sporting his bloody nose and just, he hasn't even had a turn yet. Mr. Sweeney is just calmly reading these out and not even reacting to Mrs. Walvois' great quiz knowledge. And Margaret sat there awkwardly just trying to ride this boredom through. And like you say, yeah, I'm not going to repeat what we said earlier, but the revelation that they're not in fact in deep waters. Mr. Sweeney just thought they're having a nice time. So that's why he played the game with them rather than just think of this soon and get into the embankment and try and get home. I won't dwell on that longer because we've already spoken about it. Number three, Nippy, Ugh. Starbound, Christmas night six, Dory Mantle's favourite, oh, of course. Uh, she yeah. spoke to me about that, and um, I had to name drop the fact that Dory Mantle's been on the pod, but how could I not? That's her personal favourite. There's nothing more ridiculous than the character thinking that Victor would be okay with this, to, to look after taxidermy stuffed dog on, on wheels as well. Was it on wheels? Yeah, No. Did she just stand him up? I can't remember that. No, he says, put he, says seat, he
3: put it on a skateboard. He that's it. made it to a skateboard and take it for a walk. Made award. it
2: to a skateboard!
0: And it's, and it's the... um. A lot of fans will quote, you know, when she says, I thought you knew about Nippy. She doesn't <laughs> wear any Nippy for where I'm standing. Words to that effect. Victor is most outraged in that moment, I think. like he's well, he, get, just, he
3: gets talked into these things, doesn't he? I mean, how many things does Mrs. Always talk him into?
0: Stage play uh, stuff? And, and it always
3: and, lets him down.
2: Right, it's yeah. like he's, he's building the kennel and he, he buys yeah.
0: all that dog food. So many tins of dog yeah. food. Yeah. He's, bless him, he's, he's spent a lot of fortune on that, all the yeah. dog food. Yeah. And he's built, he's not only brought the, the raw materials to build that kennel, but he's built it. Built, yeah. Oh, my but God. Again,
2: it's like the example of Victor getting into a hobby or into something and then it just turns, it goes pear
0: shaped. Yeah. But yeah, that for me, that was just a great little scene. Obviously, that does follow with Mr. Sweeney walking in. Uh, running in in, in, a, in a bit of a panic because his mum's gone missing and it gets a bit all spooky. Um, mm. Comedy and spooky comedy tragedy goes hand in hand all the time in this great show. Um, so you know, Nippy for me, number three. Number two, this was my number one, but I, I um, it got relegated to number two. Like I said, ask me tomorrow it could be my number one again. Mm. But yes, they found our car in Finland. <laughs> series five, Christmas ninety-four opener, which went into the series five, went into ninety five, of course. The man who blew away, great um Brian Murphy. I could have had a Brian Murphy moment in this, which was could be my But it, obviously it didn't. It just took, yeah, it took what good three months to choose. I just love how Mark says, How long's it been now? Three months, and he's just taken so much time to choose. So he's it was his own worst enemy in that because he could have mm. sorted about a replacement car yeah, out a long time true. ago. It wouldn't matter if they found the old one. And it's just what follows it as well, isn't it? Like the fact that the car's returned um and it's got half of woodland forest growing out of it. Um well, you yeah, see, I it's it also off. the
3: shot of the uh, phone, isn't it? The phone's like an ominous phone call. Because <laughs> they did they they'd sort of frame it, don't they, that actually look something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, just, just it goes
0: way. to Patrick's um yeah, office. You,
2: you hear it next door, didn't
0: you? Yeah, very clearly here next door, actually, yeah. Mm. And that there's just a great line, yeah. You know, when he couldn't believe it was found in Finland, that car couldn't get to Finchley. That's one. that was, That's a line that'll be quoted forever on the Facebook or wherever.
2: She wanted if it was a, reward. Yeah. <laughs> a reward.
0: yeah, I'll give him a bloody reward. I'll give
2: him a bloody dickie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but he has local, got himself to a local blame. Woodcutter, yeah, a local woodcutter.
3: Just, just. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing, isn't it? Literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that's
0: yeah, he's got himself to blame only because. It, it, three months is ridiculous and they have a one car family aren't they so i, I presume they' are just commute if and to commute to work it's just a walk through that wonderful moment and uh and number one my current number one favorite moment it's another slapstick moment and it is one of those moments that will, will have been reeled off in commonly top 50 moments unfortunately but i thought overall this is just such a good good sort of boring word to describe it phenomenal moment victor being buried underground and pitting the pendulum yeah, I wouldn't have used, it, but I just thought I can't resist it because <laughs> the the visuals of of Richard Wilson from the you know just you've only really got his head, it's like a football in in the um in the earth there, you know, by Kazanzi the gardener, he's obviously rubbed him up the wrong way. It's very unfair because it was a misunderstanding with his his his, his uh, daughter, and he thought it was just a bit of a floozy trying to get it on in his front living room, and he certainly gets uh, payback on Victor for making that kind of accusation, and uh, I think Victor has been. Because that garden was quite cool. Carmen and collected. and Mr. Streetwise, he probably did read the signals that Victor's just pissed off with him because he seemed to be taking ages to to, to dig up the uh, roots of that tree or whatever from Patrick's yeah, yeah. side of the garden whatever. But he obviously lost his absolute shit and thought, right, and, yeah. And I think from when we, he, he's revealed to be under that plant pot, um, I, Margaret wants to go and get help, and she notices Pat, uh, Patrick's walking down the alleyway. And I love how Victor says, "Don't you bloody
3: dare
2: him <laughs> see me like this." Oh, that afternoon. always makes me
0: laugh because he's so embarrassed. Like, there's no way is he going to see me see me in this compromising situation.
2: <laughs> He'd rather be yeah. buried underground than patching. Yeah, see
0: him like that, I mean. yeah. <laughs> but, but, again, that hilarious scene ends with tragedy, where mm. Margaret gets that phone call that her mum's died, and you know she's got to sort of talk to him as he's buried underground. And that's I can't still can't help but laugh when he's. Looking at her all serious whilst <laughs> yeah. taking this bad news, is really bad. But a uh, wonderful scene that 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 made my uh, number one favourite moment. So that concludes. Oh, yeah. Great choices there, mate. Good shout, yeah,
3: Tom. Yeah.
2: And
0: you guys.
1: Well,
0: yeah. You yeah, yeah, just can't choice. argue any of our choices because they all mean something different, don't they? And um oh, cool, you bro. are recorded, Tom, then. Yeah. I, I try not to make the same mistake. The fourth time in my podcasting career. Three times. <laughs> God. So we now move should, uh, okay. So just to run I've I've written down a list of a few of the things we have had in our top my in my top five. Do interrupt me if you had them, if you thought of anything different. Mr. and Mrs. Ellsbury, Monday morning will be fine. I love that um
3: yeah, blase even.
0: So Mr. Ellsbury watching the football and casually saying, you know, let the burglars in, and lift the stuff to the van, and that's fifty p. away me. I love all of that interaction. That's the only time you see them. They're always spoken about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The warm champagne series four. The old lady and you know from the hospital brought back into the bed and the disbelief from Margaret. <laughs> you know, why the hell am I whispering? And she just goes crazy. My husband's taken up necrophilia, hasn't
2: he? so <laughs> yeah does he know Tom that actually happened in Wales did it in your house yeah. tell us that story <laughs> no, not in my house did I? I'll did, did I send you the link it happened in Wales it was um the, the ambulance service oh no actually you did send
0: off. it yeah you did sorry I thought yeah, you said it, it happened in your house it went, okay yeah
2: no, <laughs> I it do was. remember you they, sending that they dropped off an old lady and in, into the wrong
0: house Oh, there's, I mean, there's breaking GDPR, then there's breaking GDPR. That's, that's just
2: awesome. my,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else did I have? Um, in, in Beast in the Cage, I, I just loved halfway through the episode. You just think it's Victor and Margaret, but Mrs. Walbush is wandering into the car. Let's oh, take them yeah. by surprise isn't there. Just, so cleverly done. And they've already moved if, in if that traffic. Listen, if you listen to the audio commentary on that episode,
3: they do say that's like one of Richard Wilson's favorite moments. Just, yeah.
0: just that, he loves it. She just comes in, um, yeah, price, yeah, it just it, it takes you by surprise. And it's, I think it's almost ha- exactly halfway, I think. And uh, she, she's gone out to obviously get crisps, or whatever, she gets the wrong crisps. And she, she, but actually, the crisps she thought were he didn't like, he did like, and they, they had them in <laughs> stock. But oh, I don't know, it's just Mrs. Wallboy's getting into her usual mishaps, and yeah, that could have made it, but obviously, I thought twice. I, tell you what I really loved as well in dreamland at mr swaney's house you know when they're fighting around for a, like a games night or a meal pick they're pigeon didn't they and um i love the the click click bang bang bing from his mother <laughs> from upstairs because yeah. it's just so it's just so quirky and weird but i love the look yeah. that victor gives to margaret when he's when he hears this noise because <laughs> it's so it's just so peculiar again it's it is like how Patrick would look at Victor. Something's weirds going in their house, um, and as they leave, his mum lets out another click, click, bang, bang, and then smashes something so hard. I don't know if it's the side of a wardrobe or something, but that always cracks me up. <laughs> She's just so impatient with whatever she needs. He thinks it's a, a digestive biscuit or something, but he says something like, "Oh, don't, don't aggravate it. It just, it just you needs a, need pulse, a pulse,
3: to Yeah, and uh, put a, a flour on the sandwich it's toast. a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that... what, what I got not think it's strange though, he's then, he then leaves her, doesn't he? Like to go around to theirs for three hours. Well, know? I presume, so really, yeah, that's... Episode.
0: so I'm, I'm assuming sure. he just goes maybe she just goes to sleep and that's it. Like, at the end of yeah, it, or it, she's yeah. got a bedside phone and she just rings the mail. Yeah, of, uh... yeah, possibly. Yeah. But that's great, that's just amazing. That the next scene is them, you know, Victor looks like he's about oh, to be strangled and she's... they're playing, mm-hmm. um, what's it called, charades. Yeah, we just think it's just another occasion, but it's. When he goes out the room to get a drink, Victor, so staff like you would be, didn't, didn't think he'd come around in <laughs> 15 minutes later. He yeah, didn't... It's the
3: thing is, if someone says, Oh, we should, we should do it again, and yeah, you would come around to ours. And if he just misunderstood that as, Oh, yeah, once you sort your mind like, out, you come around to ours.
0: It's great. Yeah. I mean, but no one would, in their right mind, do that, though, would they? No, true. Very <laughs> I mean, true. I, I mean, some might if, if he learning difficulty or, a... <laughs> but he hasn't, is he? He's quite a Switched on guy, mostly, but he just doesn't read the room as, as he often doesn't. So had that one, but obviously, the Mrs. Warboys wax work was pretty, really, pretty great because this is the reaction from Mrs. Warboys herself. But Margaret's a little bit cheeky she, with how she described she's, Mrs. Warboys. was hideous. Though, it? it was My very accurate. Wax. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> Margaret getting pranked by the McKendricks and Hole in the Sky because I just loved how Christopher Ryan portrayed that prankster bloke who just laughed at his own annoying ways. My, um, my wife, Alex, would be pleased because that's one of her favourite moments. She told me to put that in, the, in my list. Oh, really? Okay, so,
3: that one's yeah, for Alex, so Alex, Alex 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 really likes that. Yeah, just, just those two clowning around.
0: I'm quite sure he he walks past Mark and goes, ha, ha, ha! It's just, like, <laughs> so childish. <laughs> I love how Victor just laughed as well. He, like, yeah, he's, he's all Mental for it. He his
3: wife, but he just loves yeah. it,
1: doesn't
0: he? <laughs> um, series four, I could have had the pain in the ass sign. Warm champagne. I thought that was just yeah. really, really yeah. clever. Um, a very creative um, prank by the hooligan neighbor. And a lot of effort went to be made, and it's a shame that he was smashed up because Bix a smash up doesn't he think that's be a good prop to have. Um talking of which, you know, the hanging pig he's got in that episode, the pig's head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. raymond has got that in his house. He's got that, and he's also oh, got the he? Alistair Sim painting. Oh, um, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. He's re- he revealed that in the... Obviously, by the time it, people to this, they would have heard that, but I'm telling you guys now, like, you know, because no one else... Yeah. Well, people will know that, but I'm presuming most don't. Oh, that's pretty cool. Get your moaning gear around this. Wisdom of the Witch. Well, that's a great moment. Um, the Pranks has, has come inside his house to graffiti, and it's uh, very well done. And you get a load of catchphrases from Victor himself and you've, before you actually see it. And Margaret's absolutely petrified of him finding out and she's she, going to find out any. and uh, she can't hide that for much longer and yeah that's a great great prank played on Victor I don't think he's, I don't think he's ever had an upfront up and close personal prank played on him before like that in his own Inside his own property when have had the cricket ball through the window, of course, but not like in his bedroom. It's quite that's quite an intimate one. Obviously, people come around and nicked his stuff when he's given it away, thinking they're TV repairmen, people, whatever. Yeah, but this is a or oh, people's nicked his fridge. Someone nicked his fridge, didn't they there's two guys just came in and swiftly walked away with the fridge freezer. I can't remember what episode that was without me chuckle. I think the visual of the car is the, the car and the skip worth horrible because obviously, he, and, anticipated people would chuck in. Mattresses, but actually the car a car was found in it with the mattress inside the car, so it's like a double whammy. And that was a great line where he just like, you bastards, and it sort of echoes around <laughs> Tresilian Way or Riverbank in this case. That's very really good. Yeah. Tales of Terror just- when he's in the car in the on in the um in the lorry, and he's just it's just see Richard Wilson just down that motorway. You know, it's like the worst position to be in. Like God knows how far that car would have that lorry would have taken him, but that was having stitches, of course. Cool. So you're gonna say something, sorry.
3: I was just going to follow on from your um, new bastards thing because he does it again when he's after uh, John Chalice. Got to mention him again. Poor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, where, where he is, Jack the burglar rings up, and uh, and then Patrick and Pippa having some people come around the house. Trying to sell it, aren't they? Yeah. Trying to so sell it, and uh, yeah, he has got the coat hanger. And uh, he's... Uh, is. I'll, I'll, I'll feed
2: off live delivered to the cat. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's it. That's it. <laughs> demonstrate what he'll do to them. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: The the cat in the freezer in Valley of Fear. What I loved about that, and obviously, it's not like it's obviously it is a crazy, like absurd that there's a cat found its way into the freezer. But it's the the one liners that follow from Victor. You know, how do you think it get warm rubbing two sausages together? <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a few yeah. others, a few other one I can't remember the top of my head, but that is just I would always laugh out loud at that, and Margaret's obviously absolutely. Like you would be like, oh, I Christ, like, she's
2: come over all cold.
0: You've come over all cold, <laughs> <laughs> just just line after line, isn't it? From Victor, yeah. That, that. So it was unlucky not to make it. I loved in Luton Airport Northern who scream Victor twice getting the dress wrong, so the house part had to be moved a third time. Mm. And uh, of course, it ends all right, but then it also ends quite sad, doesn't it? when they go to, back to Wingate and uh, sort of mm. reflect on their life there. Um is
2: that is that the one where he goes to walk up the stairs? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that that's like a bit of sweet moment. He goes to walk up the stairs and he's like dressed as the Cisco kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can tell he, he's generally like gutted that he, you know with all this hassle and he misses his old house. But he, he's like, Margaret goes, Where are you going? He goes,
0: I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> the staircase wake up from a, yeah, a hideous dream. Rectal examinations and HP spices. <laughs>
2: They still had, I think he still had junk mail delivered,
0: didn't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's been yeah,
2: delivered yeah.
0: tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did have the dead man shoes in like, at one point. Was that cool. yours, Darren? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yucca plant in the trial. Um, Frank yeah. Spencer line. Frank Spencer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I also had any Martin Trout moment in Bonfit and the Algarve, any of those unfortunate accidents that happened to him, they all made me laugh aloud. But because they're so individual, I thought I can't put that in the top five. I can't uh, have all of them and I can't just choose one of, I can't just yeah, choose them walking yeah. into the door or picking up hot coal. Um, I said it'd be cheating just to choose all of them in, in one in one go. So but I just thought I mentioned that as well. Um, I suppose, yeah. Then we spoke about every comedy's got that moment that's always put in the top 20 moments, or there's always a, a, a gif or a meme of an obvious moment, and one of them is dens of the dog being picked up as a telephone. That is funny. But I thought I'd mention it. i, I, I'll honest, I it. think
3: it gets overplayed, doesn't it? It I does. Think yeah, it's that's... far funnier bits. I mean, yeah, as a visual, it it, it works. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's never been a brilliantly memorable laugh out moment for me. Yeah,
0: it's just it, yeah. arguably him buried underground. I mean, that's on the DVD front cover, and it's there's loads mm-hmm. of pictures of him with just his, his head. I think they
3: restaged that, haven't they? If you look yeah. at some of the things, it yeah. looks like you've re- they've re reshot it a second time. I
2: think a it's a isn't it? It looks like an yeah. like HD zoom in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't um, mm.
3: so, yeah, know when they
2: did
1: that.
0: Point, but... And the uh, final one, sorry to drag this on, but yeah, the, the, the in Starbound, when the kids are drawing Victor puking up, I thought that's very clever. The word clever has been used lots of times by me today, but I just thought. <laughs> It's just um, yeah. But it, I just say uh, I can't put that in the in the funny. money. it's just unfortunate timing. The, the likelihood of those kids managed to get that painting in in time because Fix wouldn't have been there for ages. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the teacher was not there. That's whilst it. the teacher, A, yeah, w-
3: what, what primary school teacher turns her back for like that <laughs> long? See exactly. The kids, but... <laughs> did you guys have <laughs> you anything? To, that... so blank, didn't you? <laughs> did you
0: Did you chaps have anything that I uh? Didn't look? I'm I'm sure there were. There are many, many. There are, mm. but is there anything you could think of? Yeah, or?
2: The only ones I have, they're pretty much the same as yours, Tom. But um, any light, anything with Mr. Swain in it. You know, like the comments he makes, like, is it me or is it moist? Yeah. And, um, I see your butts in it's a bit. A of a state. State. It's been a while yeah. since you,
0: your wife had it mother, they around around up, yeah, right? It is. Yeah. Whenever I'm
2: with the vacuum cleaner. with the vacuum cleaner He's doing archery from the back garden to the front, and he's telling his, his mother to sit back in the chair. Like, have yeah, it. That yeah,
0: that is so good. Mother, will like, you please we sit back?
2: It's kind of like you were saying, He kind of he's with it, isn't he? But... He's not quite, you know, there it's like the parts of darkness where they're sat in the boat. I mean, he's happy as Larry just sitting there listening to me because Warboys rattle off question after question. Yeah. Um, he knows he's only two foot of water, but he's making them suffer.
3: Yeah. It's like you think in...
2: Margaret,
3: Margaret treats him a bit like the son she never had. Yeah, before. I think you know, so. A lost, you know.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, looking back at it, you know, you see the stuff where she tries to set him up on a date and. Talks mm. to him in, in series six. I think she, there is a real caring side there, isn't there? And even the hug that she gives Victor later on, um, yeah, it's just that there's a real warmth, isn't there? there? It's yeah. never malicious,
2: is it? Yeah, on Victor's part towards him. Would he be a similar age to Stuart, or would he? I was
0: thinking that.
3: Quite possibly, but they married 37 years, so you could just about make it work. You'd probably say Sweeney's in his 40s, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I
0: think it could. Yeah, yeah. it's a good, it's a good it shout. Could just and, uh... walk, I also loved um, when he's in, the, he's in the silly walk comp, um, charity <laughs> ball, and he's in those massive stilts and he's just been yeah. let down by Tanya and this yeah. is where he walks back to his garden it's sad but it's funny it's like such a confusing that's, that's moment one
2: part, isn't it? in a nutshell he's, he's dressed absurdly but yeah, oh, it's like it's so <laughs> so cringe. but he kind of Margaret doesn't like tell him the full story really does she like halfway through he kind of works it out and you see his face just crumple and he's yeah, she feels
0: again, she feels guilty that she really pushed it like come on you've got to just go for it. Well, Mr. Was right in Swainy. Episode, yeah. Uh, anyway but well, wasn't asking about. Can you think of anything else Sai? Uh
3: Speckled band which is Speckled band is the uh the the bin man who brings back Victor's hat. Well in fact all of us Victor's hat. But Sammy how <laughs> we get rid of that hat and uh night adder. Is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to be up, up at the Acropolis and someone's going to walk up and um, this is your <laughs> writes writes him a letter and says please don't put it on our skip. Um, like how do they know how to get it to me? Um, uh, and yeah, and then the guy just going off on this rant isn't he about about snakes and Victor just having no idea at all and just put, you know, humouring him and then then just coming back I'm having the faintest idea of what was going to was on. Slay
0: old bugger, you. That's yeah, a very yeah, because good...
1: it, it's he's a snake.
0: <laughs> you know, my uh, my uh my nanny and grandpa, they, they just for one moment they were just absolutely beholden they're beholding their sides literally in uh, exterminating angel when the the tank crushes the third and final sports the rolls royce wherever it is uh mr uh, what's his name missed, um lewis atterbury is it lewis oh, atterbury? Atterbury.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. they
0: just and when when the victor hands the key back to him as to say, yeah, here's your car. I'm obviously fired. I mean that that's funny. They just, I mean, for me, that's just I can just envisage it so clearly. So that's obviously special to me. Could have had that in the top five. Obviously didn't, but just that's just moments they just associate okay. with whatever's going on at, at home at the times. Absolutely adore it. So just absolutely felt like just they just. I think that that generation of slapstick was just the thing in comedy. Yeah, like bottom turn slapstick around and they made it more violent than they of course but they just love that absurdity of, of of something like that happening where that tank cannot spot that car well i don't I, th- I think in real life that would it would those um the tank would would make a point the the people operating the army officers operating would make a point of going right this is like private land for training you shouldn't be here i think they probably would crush a rolls royce that yeah. land looks exactly
3: like the land in Jonathan <laughs> Creek,
0: the episode with
3: the uh, the three gamblers, and that's yeah. also got has also got John Bird in it. It has, yeah, it. John Bird, yeah. And I always think that's really strange. They literally film it pretty much in because he, he he creeps up on them as well, a like, bit on on, 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 on Pal and David. Yeah, sorry, it's just sad there. Yeah. No, no so I, I also like just it's, drama, that, yeah.
0: it's that same episode, isn't it, where uh, he's getting all the party guests inside, and you can. Oh you, yeah, he's got yeah, yeah. under his breath. He says, "Come on, you're not here to enjoy yourselves." So, that, so subtly that I, that makes me chuckle. But I couldn't put that in the top five. It's just one moment, like, yeah. line, do you know what I mean? But well, yeah, that's, you that's the here. quality of guest actor. Actually, yeah, it,
3: just an actor who can pull off that sort
1: of thing. yeah um, Yeah.
3: I just want one other really quick one. Is the, yeah. uh, the Adon- abominable Dr. Fibes teddy bear? <laughs> just, yeah, just, uh, just the whole setup. You know, he's, he's carrying out a cesarean section now with a Stanley knife.
2: Uh, <laughs> you what know. to get it squeaker out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have seen that.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, the great joy, though, isn't it? You don't see it, but you're right. It would, be, it would have been amazing to see it. And I remember watching it when I first watched it. I thinking, you know, are you are you going to see it?
0: Yeah. I was trying to think of any other moments. I mean, of course, every episode's got loads, but anything, well, as we record. Like, secret. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't get anything in the Secret of Seven Sorcerers. Um, with the, uh, the only magicians. other moment
2: that I probably would have put in is the funniest. I don't know why I wasn't in it. It was um, the, the episode with the McKendrick brothers. Yeah. And then you've got the old lady who oh, comes into the house. Mate, I've just, yeah... Well, that's because actually, but Tom life, just yeah. unlocked it there yeah. because I watched that with my great grandparents years and years ago. Oh, to right. begin with. And um, and I remember like when she comes up the stairs with the dog and she starts effing and jeffing, but they bleep it out so it makes it funnier. <laughs> and she's going, Oh, you think that's him funny? And it's just, it's the way she goes upstairs and into the attic and Victor stood with the dog going, Excuse me. <laughs> But Then you see Patrick's reaction, you go to some sort of geriatric acid party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from his perspective. It's, it's always... like a
2: she's got like a concrete duck, and the kids have kicked the ball and knocked his beak off or something. It's
0: so absurd. Do you, do you think, um, when that was aired, those swear words would have been bleeped out as it was like they... live, live yeah. airing. Do you think I don't know? Because it's funny with the bleeps, because we know what she's saying. I think it
3: works, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: But yeah. it's too much if you just let us use the F-bomb and whatever mm-hmm. else she was. But it's similar. to that, that moment when she's complaining about her wall not being built or whatever it was. It just reminds me of the O'Reilly's and faulty Towers where... Yeah, um, yeah, Sybil yeah, goes absolutely yeah. crazy to uh, Mr O'Reilly about uh, their their work being shoddy and stuff. If there's anything else to discuss, we could do top... another hour easily, couldn't we? Just discuss it. Yeah,
3: exactly <laughs> easily. I, I could just, I could just run down the episodes and just come up with two absolutely funny, funny moments each episode. Easily.
0: <laughs> I'm sure people listening to this will go, "How could you not mention X? Mm. How could you mention this?" It's like, yeah. You're right, but with well, that,
3: that that one you just mentioned, Darren. Yeah, that should have been on mine. Easily, because I do love that. absolutely love that. But it's just
0: it's really like, well. I mean, that concludes uh, our top fives of the funny side and the not so funny side. But we've established that the not so funny sides quite often followed with a hilarious moment, which is just a genius. Yeah, of the show. There's,
3: there's nothing really. Probably, probably only your, only your top one, Tom, about
0: you know losing the
3: baby. And they do um, kind of end the episode. End the episode there, do they? The, end the episode talking about opening a can of worms or something, don't they? Uh, like that bird might like, like it, yeah.
0: It, those um, one-scene episodes often end on a sort of bland note, like the beast in yeah. the cage is sort, of, is sort of, again, a bit of reflect, reflecting on life and that it's not so bad, yeah. or I think the trial's yeah. the same, where he just well, he ends on ranting to the, the supermarket manager or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's not really a big end, is it, to these one-scene, one-location Episodes that uh chaps I've actually absolutely loved speaking about, yeah, it's been brilliant. all these moments. Ah, you thank chaps. you, mate.
3: Yeah, really nice platform to do it on again, you know, to you mm. guys who love the show.
0: It's, yeah, it's great. yeah, I'm sure I could do more of these in the future with uh other guests, of course. And um, you know, as I record this, uh, my uh, second born is due in uh, yeah, four weeks, four and a half weeks' time. So okay. you know, oh, there's mate. a couple uh, the rest of uh, again
2: Say again. What names are you thinking of apart from Victor?
0: I can't possibly reveal. Victor oh. was was on the short list, but there's no way oh. to get over the line. Um, <laughs> all will be revealed, obviously, in in good time. I think you're. I think you will both like the name. That's all I can say. I think you will both like the name. Any lasting thoughts on one from the grave? Can you summarise one from the grave in a sentence? Each of you. <laughs> Put you on the spot here.
3: A show that I'll always love to come back to. And still find as funny as ever.
2: Yeah, you've got to I think it's one of those shows you've got to watch at least once a year from start to finish. Um and again, it's it's like picking the the top five sad moments and the top five funny moments and the fact that they're so similar. Yeah, I think it says it all about the writing. And like I said, we're all yeah. like I think we're both massive Jonathan Creek fans. And yeah. You know, but the fact yeah. that yeah. a yeah. bit a bit like I know we, we said about only fools, this the sitcom that Sitcom that can, can make you laugh and sort of cry mm. in the mm. same
0: same sort of episode, really. It's, it's got to be amazing. Absolutely concur. It's, it's definitely a show I could come back to and still laugh aloud at. Pro-
3: I kind of now see Series 6 again.
0: I, I wanted it to continue, and that sounds mm. selfish.
3: I know. Obviously, it was a tyrant's day when it ended, but yeah. I think and it could have had at least another 10 years. Or just specials. But I yeah. Yeah. The series, That's, but yeah, I, I totally years, agree could totally have got five agree. more specials out of that. Uh, you yeah.
0: Know. But, uh, I don't... I, who
3: am I to say? I mean, obviously, yeah. uh, I'm just a fan who wants more.
0: But <laughs> I don't disagree with Killing Off, um, that the idea of Killing Off was wrong, just delay it a bit longer. But he, yeah. I think you'd have just yeah. got, I from mean, a he... small part of the media getting his critics, and he just, I think he just thought, sod that. Like, I'm not, not putting up with that. I've got, these are all the ideas I've got now. It's it, the right it's time brave, to win. isn't it? Ten, ten years into a hit series,
3: yeah. you know, it, it's
0: yeah brave to, to do that definitely well i have to wrap up now i've got five minutes of this zoom session left um i'll continue our chat on the whatsapp in a minute um, i won't make you join again because we'll just be a, well we've all got to go to bed i suppose but okay. for simon darren thank you very much for joining thank you very much for listening at home and being patient with us uh you know please get keep, keep getting in touch i'll still be responsive i just won't be doing as many podcasts for for the foreseeable I'm hoping chaps in this room right now will do their own podcast on other uh, sitcoms. <laughs> Simon, Menbeam, Barley. Uh, yeah. So there's, yeah there's, Darren, there's I do you're early doors. Do have an idea
3: there now, mate? It's, it's yeah.
0: It's, well, also, it's you phenomenal. know, one from the podcast will support you all the way if you both ever endeavour to go into that area of work. Um, I work must find mate, personally, you
3: know, you, you've you been a fantastic friend. I'm sure we'll be a continued friend. That's nice uh, you. And also a great host, you know. You you you've got a great style, great way of talking to people, great way of involving everybody that's been on your show, and it is. yeah, and well done, mate. It's, 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 uh, you put a lot of effort in, and and you know you you you've earned the yeah the rewards. I think really of of building a show where you've had the guests on and uh, and, and stars on. So well done, mate. Yeah, you
2: know, I think he's he's rekindled a lot of love for for foot. <laughs> I um, was oh, just trying bit, to do my little bit. Day. You've been a complete <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> bit, bit, bit of Rick mail in there, but yeah. I oh, no, you've, you've done a hell of a lot for the show, I think. I think even David Browning would, would say that.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much, Rav. It's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure, and um, we'll meet again, eh? At, um... Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap that up officially. Please get in touch. You know, I mean, uh, at one point in the pod, as ever... Simon, so, mean, you're not. You are on Twitter, but you don't really use it. But if they should they want to contact you, yeah, yeah, drop us a line. Yeah, what's always. your what's your handle at? Si Smith, isn't it? Do you know what? I couldn't tell you. I didn't remember. I'll put I'll put his handle in. <laughs> yeah, that uh, yeah. and yours uh, does Magoo, isn't it? Yeah, I'm always on Twitter. I'm always retweeting or or liking like anything you put on there, Tom. Or lovely. I tell <laughs> you yeah. what. Just to round off, yeah, you are very. Darren is, like, the most loyal. He like, really tweets everything, just a genius mm-hmm. award legend. We got. I got two minutes and 38 seconds to quickly do a Meldrum moan. Oh, I do not believe.
1: Will you look at this, bastards? Can you believe the nerve of this? i have skin their ruddy heights for them.
0: <laughs> My one is... 40 minutes of Zoom recording time is not enough for anybody who is tight, too tight to pay for the full subscription. Have you guys got something in You've got like a minute each.
2: I've got one thing. People who yeah. don't bloody charge things, like laptops or, or phones, they just use it, drain it, so the battery's almost critical, and then you turn it on and it's, it's almost dead. Like, I'm on a laptop now. They put it on bloody charge. It's not hard.
3: Sorry. Si? Uh, mine's got to be people who cut you up when you're driving because i experienced the night coming home. Just,
0: yeah. You were doing a steady, steady 50. For it. I
3: was doing a steady <laughs> 50, you know, shut up on the backside. And when you did finally overtake, In the Campanita era. It. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 some things will never change, will they? You know, you no, know no. just inconsiderate drivers and... Uh, Traps
0: like. Chaps, it's been a, an absolute pleasure to speaking to you both. All the very best to you. Cheers, Tom. Thanks, Tom. But Jock of old. Old. <laughs> Cheers, Daz. Cheers, listeners. Bye-bye. So I'm a-losing my hair And my spine's a bit kinked I may be rare, but I'm not yet extinct I'm an oldie, mouldy Too old to rave a One foot in the grave a One foot in the grave
2: Tell me I am well past my prime The landlord in the sky's calling time But there's one thing that he ought to know I am not
0: yet ready to go I know I'm old, but I'm not a freak I should be cherished like an antique But every time I have a slight cough I'm frightened they'll start switching me off So I'm a wrinkly Crinkly, but don't shed a tear. I'm not exactly a little old dear. One thing's for sure, I'm still bloody well here. One foot in the grave. Uh, One foot in the grave. Uh, One foot in the grave. Hello. 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 Oh, where the bloody hell's everyone gone? I really don't believe this.
1: Hello.